a shot of wrestling episode 28 and away we go Coming to you from Omega Studios in New York City, it's a shot of wrestling. On tonight's show, we are in a New York state of mind as we recap the three-night dance at Barclays. We chat with the new WWE Universal Champion, Vacant. I'm the Green Man, and now, here's your host, the man who made it to NXT but fell asleep during SummerSlam, your host, Muggle. Yeah, usually his intros are full of shit. That's kind of it's kind of accurate. Welcome, Magal. Welcome. How are you doing, my friend? We have watched a lot of wrestling, and we are ready to report back. So we needed a little help this week. And you, what you, you needed a little help this week? Well, I, there was a lot to catch up on. I don't think we, you and I, could just cover it all. But we got the best help. He is the new. WWE Universal Champion. Judging by his figure, he's also the SmackDown Women's Champion, the SmackDown Tag Team Champion. It is your very own friend, Jeffafa Fonseca, also known as WWE Vacant. Hello. Yes, you know, uh, I'm glad that I'm here. Just when I just when yo 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 yo, yo Jeff, I'm really happy you're here and stuff. But I'm, I'm let you finish. Well, Greenman has had the worst intros of all time. What are you talking about? Wow. I, I just named his accolades. I will this give is, you. This is a superstar here. I will give you the universal title. Yes, universal champion right here. See, it's a beautiful belt, by the way. The, I love the color. The women's championship, you polished it. And really the tag nice. championships are not active yet, so therefore he's not holding them yet. But they are vacant. No, they're not they're, active yet. Uh, uh. They're not active yet. Hey, like, I don't make the rules about this vacant <laughs> crap. It, the fan, the fan said it was vacant, so I'm taking it. You the, take the, it. So I take it. You, it they're it, not vacant. The honor has been listen, it's like when a teacher says, "Yo, know, you know what? Yeah. You had the right idea on this math problem. You did the work. You know what? I'll give you partial credit." That's go. what happened here. Okay, there, there, like, there <laughs> that's what happened. I don't make the rules in this vacant crap. They're not, right? They're not I just took up the mantle and I ran with it. No one has held them yet. Semantics, my friend. It's all good. It's all good. You're also the world heavyweight champion too, right? There's a retired title. I see you carry that all around. There's a retired title. I I I carry a, a a title that has had history. The title that should be on Raw. But mm. on Raw? I agree. It should be on I Raw. Agree. On Raw? Should be there. All right, I'm going to let you yeah, finish. I'll do it. I agree. <laughs> no, it should be on Raw. But, you know, I, just when I thought that I, I I you know, was gone from this podcasting <laughs> the and you know, bullshit doping allegations. You know, that you pull me back in. Scott Toddy uh, pretty much confirmed the sources. So. Yo, Scott Toddy also confirmed the stuff about Green Man. So, yo, I, I think he's trying to put Who us... Who is this Scott Toddy? He's trying we to pin us against, each, against, and, against and each other. Put him in the hot seat. What stuff about Green but Man? The, the whole, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, Charlie, uh, whatever. We've heard that one before. Yes, I've heard. <laughs> Although that Green Man... nothing alike. No, um, nothing alike. I think he's trying to pin us against each other. I, th- I think uh, this is Scott Toddy likes to stir the pot a little bit. Yeah. You know, so so that's the last I'll uh, discuss him. But you know what? I'm still tired from carrying all, all that silver and gold. 
It's one belt. Well, I'm talking about all the other belts. It's one, it's one belt. Your shoulders get, get heavy yeah, after a while. You know, I, 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 I lifted things up and put them down a lot this week. Uh, <laughs> it, it, you know, but I, I you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great honor. It is. It is. For, you only have one belt. Anyway, let's move on to NXT. <laughs> no. <laughs> For those who started this weekend, who haven't gotten to know Vacant, we usually like to play a little game called Getting to Know You. Getting to know all about you. But since we did that last time, let's just do a little Vacant Rewind. Huh? WWE Superfan Vacant is here in the studio. Vacant, how are you? Uh, thank you very much. I am very honored to be here. And, uh, you know, I'm glad Putty's having a bad, bad day because his bad luck is my good luck. <laughs> you know, anybody, if you know my history, anybody who's injured, I pick that up and I carry their title to uh, someone else who's ready for it. Show the beauty that is Marie's respect. I don't need to. I did. So no, no, you called I think you had too many Stella applause there. I think you gave me too many shots. Anyway, there's... <laughs> <laughs> Which is why it's, this is not really a heel, but it's also like, okay, I can expect this guy, it's, it's confusing, because I can expect this guy to have a big future, but I'm like, I really wanted to see what he had, one-on-one. However, Slick Dick is a good heel with me. Looking forward to uh, CM Punk doing the job to Mickey Gall. And, uh, oh my. Uh, just to clarify, um, Back in episode 13, Abel, Abel was uh, sipping on, uh, you know, some, some whiskey. He just finished it. There you go. Yeah, that, that, that was pretty much... Uh... <laughs> I sounded very drunk and high on that one part there. <laughs> Slick jigs. Which is, which is what my manager sounds like after a good night out, but shout out to Slick Dick. Yeah, shout He's out. sleeping shout right out. now. It's past his bedtime. Give us a little highlights of who you are. You like some Stella. Uh, you don't like CM Punk, and uh, well, in, and, and in two weeks' time, you will see CM Punk bleed. Wow, just letting I, you know, I would love to be on on this he show. He will be bleeding more than now, a woman on his, on her period. When you guys are like, "Wow, CM Punk just really took it to the next level." I'm he really sorry. impressed me. Yeah, but wow. the next level, he's going to quit the next day. He's going to quit the next day. He's got a future. That's a that's a future. You know those UFC two champion. episodes on FS1 about you know Did his, you watch those? his come up. Well, I saw parts. I saw like parts of parts two. You watched a documentary on him? No, I didn't get a chance to yet. I saw like parts yeah, I of like to devote they had my time a... and attention to it. I don't just want to like passively watch it. Well, I saw like uh, his, they had a training session with him and his wife was there. His oh, wife was like scared that they heard him, but he looked so like he wasn't doing too well. But then he kind of got his rhythm. I just think that I, I don't know. I'm still expecting, uh, you know, Mickey Gall to like. Mop the floor with him. That's all I'm saying. And and I expect him to quit because they didn't book him right. I've asked Green Mendes. Why is he using the CM Punk name? Well, he, he owns it, but he like owns it, but he owns his Phil, name. Phil Brookstall. Like, why are you going through his character, this fictional character? That well, he's, he's been he's been CM Punk since before WWE yeah, in wrestling. Well, yeah. He see like when, when you name? put it that way. Like, this is a guy that tried to let go of wrestling and doesn't want to talk about it anymore. Doesn't want to so use your real name then, right? Phil Brook. People know you as Phil Brooks already. Yeah, but I mean, you're on the Talking Dead as Phil Brooks, right? Why not be on UFC as Phil Brooks? And you know, that's that's I guess that's the a portion of the hypocritical part of Phil Brooks, if you will, in which his name CM Punk and not Phil Brooks are the ones that suck. Yeah. Well, speaking of CM Punk, there was a little glimpse in NXT of something CM Punk used to do that got the crowd really robbed up. One for one so far. Good start. It was when Hideo Itami. Made his return. God bless you. The innovator of the GTS. And brought back that GTS, which the fans went crazy for. Listen, he didn't bring it back. He invented them. 
Let's get that rune. Okay, okay. All right, he gave CM Punk That's his true. blessing. He ran, CM Punk ran with it and then he quit. And now Hideo Itami, you know, brought his invention and is going to use it to further his career. I look, I look forward to Hideo Itami rising to the top. Bless you. Uh, how, <laughs> how long has he been out? About a year almost. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, but it was a great show, NXT. We were all there. You know, there, if yeah. you listen to last week's show, we were on the fence whether Michael J. Putty was going to join me or not. But he actually made it all the way into Brooklyn. You couldn't find one other person to go with you. Like, you know, That's I had amazing. an extra ticket. Hey, I'm I, green. I tried, I tried looking for people for him, and not everybody, everybody wants no. to sit next to a green guy. Yeah, ruined my fucking pants, my <laughs> shirt. Well, I saw. Well, nobody. Well, I saw why people didn't want to be around Green Man because I saw you from afar. Yeah, we were like on opposite, like at adjacent corners. Right, we could and see each other. It was I, cool. I saw the. I saw this dude just like getting people riled up, and the people in the back saying, "You know, Green Man." Oh, the sucks. club guys. Yeah, those, yeah, the club those, guys sending yeah. chops my way. Chan, yeah. Green Man sucks. Green Man does not Don't suck. Suck it and shit. I'm like, <laughs> I think that's when Richard pointed out to me. He was like. Look at this green asshole getting these people pissed off. And I look and I'm like, oh fuck, green man. And I'm like, I thought he was sitting somewhere like on the opposite end of the arena. But lo and behold, people were chanting that you suck. Yeah. Like I wonder why. I I don't I don't know. Nowhere. I don't know. It's it's, you you don't know me. You don't know me. You've been to three events so far this year, WWE related, right? Um, I'm not keeping count, but like, if you, if say you so? want to count, let's say WrestleMania Extreme Rules and NXT. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. you're two for three in terms of you people turning on you. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to turn on the fans. You know, I'm, I'm not going to use that hate. And you're the Roman Reigns of the rise, super rise fans. Above hate. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to rise above hate. They can't see you. Yeah, exactly. Embrace the hate. This is why I have a great manager like Michael J. Putty Embrace who steers me in the, the right hate. direction. Okay, uh, but NXT. Sucks. That's what their mom said. That's what your mom said. <laughs> yeah, still slides. Join the dark side. <laughs> but it was a good show, NXT. I mean, no, the it, fan- it really was. One of the things that I noticed, we got there a little bit late, and um, we missed the first uh, half hour. Like, well, we missed the women's match. We saw that with match. Uh, oh, the Amber. Amber Moon debut. Oh, Amber I, I saw Moon's the recap match of was that. incredible. Well, mind you, that was meant to be a squash match, but she hot, but she took it to the she, next level. I can't She's tell. cute. But she has, you know, freaky like contact lenses that were like red. Let me, let me look her up right now. Keep me to look her up. Yeah. Continue. No, she was cool. She's got she curves. Cool. She's got oh, yeah. curves. She's, she's hot. Um, she reminds me a little bit of jazz. Remember jazz? Yeah. Oh. She reminds me oh. of jazz, but a little sexier jazz. Oh, you know, jazz a little boxy. This this chick got a little curves, but her toughness. No jazz. She, I mean, yeah. You, you can tell that this this was a way to set up, you know, Ember Moon to to really outshine and, and ha- give her nice a, intro with nice the moon. Intro. Okay. Like a red moon. Blood moon. Not too, not too shabby. And you can tell that she has a. You can tell that she's going to be that next person to take that division. Yeah, she's going to she's going to take up Bailey's spot, I think. Yeah, Kasatska is. Bless you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> like she, she's her own character. I think she definitely has owned her own spot. But with Bailey now moving on, watch to her the thong on the outside. Huh? Watch her thong on the outside. Why is her thong? I didn't mind that. Uh, right, it's pretty cool. Why, why, why are you arguing about great things? I'm saying, what? Shouldn't Michael Hayes. It's good eye candy. <laughs> and, the and the fact that she did a top rope corks, like a blockbuster com- combination stunner yeah. impressed me a lot. Yeah. Little homage to Stone Cold a little bit. Little hom- the blockbuster kind of thing was kind of a, an above bag- Bagwell kind of thing. But her, her, her moveset is actually very impressive. So looking forward to what she has to... You know, Can show please us move on to the highlight of the evening. Please. What is it, Mago? Bobby Roode, my friends. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I couldn't oh. get the song out of my head the next day. Oh I my work. God. Number one on iTunes, isn't it? Like something like that? Like, I think it still is soundtrack yeah, wise, yeah. Now, I don't know what they say between victorious and glorious, so I say it. Like I love this. the words. It's only five lines. Glorious. Yeah. Glorious. Here we go. If you missed it. What an intro. This is badass. I won't give from? in, I won't give in, and down I will defend, that, I will that, defend. That riser thing? Oh man, greatest intro of all I, time. I, <laughs> I did not expect that to happen at all. I'm like, once I saw, mind you, gotta learn the words now. Mind you what? No, gotta, learn, gotta learn the words. You will defend. You get it. That's like the three lines I said, but okay, whatever. He's over it. I will give in, I won't give in. No, no, cares. No, I you're obviously over it. We'll yes, move on now. Yeah. No, that intro in and of itself was impressive as fuck because not only that theme song and the way he acts, you know, this cocky heel and whatever, just sold me to him. I'm a heel guy, and as soon as I saw him be like a pompous asshole up in the top of that, you know, that crane, I guess, I was instantly I hooked on the guy. If I was Bobby Roode and I was in his shoes, I would be so nervous that what I'm doing is getting over make a break Just, yeah because it's really uh, he's up there he's on the podium he's on the stage like he is the focal of attention everything else is dark but the spotlight is on him and he's not doing much it's not like he's energetic you know it's like he's just got his back to the crowd and that's it it's just the music and he's getting lowered down you know and all his moves moves as he was walking in it was just like so it was just a pose it's either you like him or you don't but that he's man a, got over. His I character, uh, one thing I was discussing with my manager, was he's a combination of the greatest heels in the business. Uh, Rick Rude. How so? Uh, Rick Flair. John Mulhall. John Mulhall, <laughs> yeah. A little bit of that Triple H in there back when he was in Evolution. Like, he's just like, it's. he's the kind of guy, uh, if I would have compared him to like the perfect uh, food dish. You had all these ingredients, you put them together, and then you make yourself a fantastic meal. And that's what he is. This, is this guy is the complete package. Wow. So this last week, I liked him in TNA. A little bit. I did watch a TNA. He was yeah. on the, he was on Beer money. Beer right. money, the yeah. it factor. I'm happy to see him back where he belongs. Yeah. His future is bright. It's, it's glorious. looks glorious. <laughs> it does look very glorious. Well, while you were speaking of food, um, Samoa Joe, someone who loves food a lot. <laughs> wow. Right, you know, because he's a heavier guy. No, not a good transition. Res- wasn't bad. That's okay, but let's get to the main event. Respect that name. You know, uh, people were really high on this match. I thought the, the main cheesecake? event really delivered. Does Cheesecake deserve that intro, though? Oh, the intro was amazing. Was it some, some guy playing a fiddle? Uh, what's his name? Lee England Jr. Oh, Apparently, he does a lot of covers the, yeah, on did YouTube. Yeah, a great job. I was on my feet. No, his, his intro was it was impressive. I, didn't, I wasn't expecting the whole violin thing or whatever but the crowd got into it the crowd started singing it uh even after the i guess on set on sunday night when i went to uh you know drink afterwards people were still like coming in song and shit <laughs> on the train on the, it was it was crazy but i mean to i, I think samoa joe deserved the didn't really need that uh that uh you know, big entrance and shit. He's just Samoa Joe. He's just no, like, he's that tough ass. guy. He, just, he, he just walked to the ring. You're gonna whoop some ass. Yeah, that's all you got. And I like that. Like keeping it simple with a guy who's, you know, a, a monster. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A bulldozer. So overall, 
opinions on NXT? That was the, the, the show of the weekend out of, the, out of all the three. It was, it was truly the highlight. I'm glad that I was actually able to get the tickets to go see it um, because after I saw SummerSlam, I was, I was pretty confident that you know, I picked the right show to go to. Uh, with the Samoa Joe and Cheesecake match, the match was great. I was just a little bit upset at the finish. I, I like the finish just didn't sell me as a finish, a good finish for a championship match that got the crowd excited. Like I, it came out of nowhere, and then I was like, "Really? That's it?" No, I, I think the finish was fine. The the problem was, you after what you saw with with what happened with Joe with the knee to the face, then the referee throwing up the X. You know, you know, could it have gone a little longer? Probably. Huh. Uh, but again. We can sit here and speculate about how it could have gone, how it could have ended. But I think the overall result was completely fine with everybody. Yeah. Well, speaking of finishes, leads us to our next point. Going into words of wrestling. Mago, take it away. You're doing much better this week. I'm very proud of you. Uh, finish. The planned end of a match. A match ended without cheating or outside interference. Usually in the center of the ring is referred to a clean finish. A Dusty finish refers to when a face appears to win a big match, but the decision is later reversed due to some sort of technicality, such as an interference. It can also refer to an ambiguous finish to a match where neither wrestler can be claimed the winner. The term Dusty refers to Dusty Rhodes, who booked so many finishes in NWA and WCW. WCW. Now that we know the meaning of the word, can play along to this week's drinking game. Take a shot or enables case a sip of your shot every time you say the word <laughs> finish. Which then leads us to the segue of the big story from SummerSlam, the finish between Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton. Thoughts? Uh, I didn't I, expect it to happen. I gotta be honest. Listen, I think that that match in general, and, and, and I spoke to you about this before the show, um, SummerSlam was a product of how you put the pieces together and I felt that that match between Lesnar and Orton could have been placed maybe somewhere in the middle mm. or close to the end and then you put like a paddle cleanser match you know like you could have put the Reigns and Rusev whatever you want to call that crap speaking of, uh, of positions yeah. on, on the on the show I think the Reigns and Rusev match totally hurt the finish of of the Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton match because you already had a match that ended that pretty much didn't even get started. It was just a brawl. Right. So to go from something that wasn't even a match that had no decisive winner going to a match that had a similar outcome, you know, it ended in a TKO, but it didn't end in a clean finish. Um, you know, it, it was it felt kind of like back to back. And if there was yeah. some space between that, you maybe could have invested you, more. You into gave the it. fans. You know, you you had you, the night was going okay, like okay, and that's being generous with okay. <laughs> like it was a long show. That's why my right. J fell asleep. Like you got like okay when you let's separate the Rollins and and Balor match for a minute. Let's take that out of the equation. If you were to put the like the I had called the fact that the Reigns and Rusev match was either going to be a squash or some quick thing, or it was like it was going to be bullshit. Like you knew that going into that event, you know. WWE has shot their load on Raw. Why the hell am I watching this match? I could have gone for a piss break, and I could have gone to a big main event and then ended the show yeah. and gone home happy. Yeah, you know, you could have put now you put right. in the the Valor Rollins match as a main event. 
you know, the, the crowd goes wild because the guy that you want to win so bad actually gets the title. Get the graffiti, the pyro from the ceiling. Yeah. You know, go could have done that. I and they had the Reigns and Rusev match backwards. Like, they should have had what they had on Monday Night Raw on SummerSlam and what happened on SummerSlam on Monday Night Raw the, right. night, the week before. I mean, I wasn't excited about the whole, like, Reigns-Rusev thing because they had the... You know, they had their match on Raw, and I'm like, okay, I already saw this. I'm not excited as I was before. You know, so why why are you putting this now? Now it, it's meaningless to me. So what you could have done is put the Orton-Lesnar match somewhere in the middle, put the tag, the women's tag team match after that as I a power I hate it when a top show does not end yeah. with a championship. Right. You know? I remember going back to WrestleMania 24 when, yeah, the main event, everybody was looking forward to Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair and the retirement of Ric Flair at that WrestleMania. But Ric Flair knew that his match should never be above on the card over a championship match. So you got The Undertaker versus Edge. You, it, right? Right. you know? Come on. You know, that, and I think that's that's the kind of thinking and that's the kind of um, psychology that these producers should have when they're building the show, to your point. Yeah, it... it Again, it was a it was a, a poorly executed pay per view in terms of how the pieces fell together. Whoever was producing this, the agents or whatever it was, did not do their homework right on how everything should have gone along in that four hour span. Match like, of the night. If you had to pick one, it would have to be John Cena and AJ Styles. Damn right. What did you guys think about that? That, that was totally the match of the night. was probably. Once again, could have been the match of the weekend. Another marquee match by John Cena, which fans chant. This is awesome. Yeah, John Cena sucks. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, I think I think it was very, very well put together. And I think I'm, the credit goes to the performance of John Cena and AJ Styles in the ring. Work, work, they work well together. The, yeah. That the match promo was flawless. If, I mean, right now, let's yeah, see. Yeah, the build to the match was not good. Really like, for example, we're watching the women's title match. There were a couple of... There were a few botches. Botches, match, a little sloppy, which, yeah. Yeah, it was... I was very surprised. I, I thought this was, this was going to be a, those two. Match an A-plus match. And it really wasn't the case, but the John Cena and AJ Styles match, you could tell AJ Styles, very, very, very good wrestler. And John Cena being, being the, uh, you know, the veteran that he is, he still can put on, you know, great A matches. So I, yeah. With uh, John Cena, though, Michael J., you, you're not a big fan of when The Rock goes away and films movies and leaves WWE behind. Not this is exactly what John Cena is doing. He's leaving I us know. to go film American Grit. I don't, I don't have a problem Rock does that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do. The difference between The Rock and Cena, though, is... The problem with that? Why are you putting the, words in my mouth? No, you're, you're comparing two different people here. Thank you. Oh. Preach, preach on. When... And, and I'm, I'm going to put John over here, but, like, The Rock... Started doing his whole Hollywood thing very like in his what early thirties. Maybe we're recording this because a few shows from now things are going to change. Go ahead. No, listen, a few. How are they going to change? I'll tell you one's uh, with my turn. The, my the, turn. the whole thing with the Rocky did in his early thirties, and he he you know ran off to the, to the sunset like Stone Cold says. And you can tell that John Cena, John Cena knows, and the fans knows that nothing wrong with that. Yeah, we're not criticizing the Rock for that, but. Right, but don't the, say you love it when. No, but the, the, no, but the problem who, is, John Cena. There's many wrestling fans who do criticize The Rock for just leaving and going, going movie on the WWE. No, and listen, I have, I, I have no, nothing against you know The Rock trying to make as much money as he can and whatever he pursued his dream and he, he's doing, he's the highest paid actor apparently according to Forbes. And you know what? In terms of John Cena, he's reaching the twilight of his career. He's 39 years old. You know, right now you can tell John Cena is just about ready to end it you don't know when 
He could go to 50 for all I know. But I love what he said about on uh, Talking Smack the previous week before SummerSlam, how he's been the face that ran this place for so long. And he's just dying for someone to take his spot. Yeah. He's dying for someone to take his place so he can step down and relax a little bit. And, 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 and I, hope, just, he, I, was like, I hope he turns heel. But anyway. Which goes to show you, it was a great work that he put in <laughs> on Talking Smack because he totally was building his uh, storyline for uh, SummerSlam. Oh, and now it, AJ is walking around with his little wristband. Well, let, well headband. Headband, I'm sorry. Well, again, <laughs> your fault. he calls it a wristband. It, he calls it a wristband. As much as I love AJ and, and, and everything he does, I'm not going to sit here and say he's a face, but um, we'll see what happens in this feud with Ambrose and how he conducts himself and how he Man, puts on matches with him. While we're speaking about Dean Ambrose, what did you guys think about the psychology that Dean Ambrose and Dolph Ziggler were trying to create in that match? Because Dean Ambrose got a little cocky in his persona. He uh, was really putting Dolph Ziggler down. Dolph Ziggler was definitely trying to fight, be the fighter, the contender to try to get that title. But all of a sudden, it just felt like uh, Dean Ambrose just wasn't really working for me. He was Ambrose was trying to be the heel, in a sense, Man, because I think he was. I think he was it's trying not too coming of a champion. I think he was trying too hard to put over Ziggler because you knew that Ziggler was this underdog going in, right? And and people put down Ziggler for his. I'm one of those people that puts down Ziggler for his wrestling style. I'm not saying that I hate Ziggler per se, but I think that. Um, you know, everybody came with this notion that, like, Ziggler is not worthy of this shit. So I think Ziggler was trying, uh, I'm sorry, Ambrose was trying a little bit too hard to put over Ziggler. But in reality, your match was going to put over it. Yeah. yeah. The, ma- the, the fact that two of fan favorites were going to go at it, whoop some ass, and people were going to be split regardless. The cocky attitude that he just had after like slapping him around and pushing him down like not really being competitive with Dolph Ziggler right. it just really didn't make didn't come off well for me right. with Dean Ambrose and mind you the, the other thing too there was no need to have Shane and uh, uh, Daniel Bryan being watching that match just just let them be let them fight let him do whatever let him let him, let him steal the show I think it was a little bit of a distraction a, little, a small one but a distraction nonetheless but just let let him fight. You don't need you don't need to have like the guys you know the two guys that run the SmackDown show to bring it a little bit of legitimacy. The people make legit, legitimize right. the match, and the people were really big Oops. on the beginning of SummerSlam with Big Cass and Enzo starting off the show. Great pop. What I mean, if you were ex- weren't excited about SummerSlam when you entered that arena and saw Big Cass. And Enzo Mori come out. Were you excited about SummerSlam when you entered that arena? I was excited about SummerSlam. I entered the arena. I was excited when they showed up. I I was great because again, Big Kess is a local guy, New York guy. Queens, what's up? Yeah, you know, you got pumped. It was a great opening, but then again, you had the issue of, you know, the producers not really doing their job in terms of how you put down the match. Right after that, you had you know the women's match, which was botches galore. It felt like I was watching Sin Cara. It sucked. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, in a scene, Kabaki's. But, you know, it, it could have been better if you had laid out your, 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 your pieces right. Yeah. So. Michael J., any final thoughts on SummerSlam? No. It, it, it was long. 
Way too I have long. to say, what four was hours. it? Oh. Four hours. Well, four hours. Was it four hours last year? Plus it was the four pre-show, hours show, okay. so that makes it five. It's like a... Was, no, six Mind hours. you, I didn't enter the arena until oh, maybe uh, the uh, the first best of seven, which I thought was a bullshit. The pre-show was two hours. Well, yeah. Oh, my five. gosh. Yeah, so it was six hours long if you really were there from the beginning. I mean, WWE, if you're listening, which we know you are. Which we know you are. All right. The success of NXT, leaving the crowd wanting more, was that it was a quick show. You know, I paid what? What did we pay? 9500 bucks for our seats? Yeah. Right? And, you know, maybe we didn't get our money's worth as far as the quantity of the show because we didn't get the quantity. We get it for a for hundred bucks compared to SummerSlam. It's been a hundred bucks for SummerSlam. You're getting it steel because it's six hours long. But you know what? We got the quality in NXT and that is worth a lot more it tells you something when rookies you know steal the weekend versus you know again I'm not going to fault the guys who are on the main roster or whatever they were victims to whoever was producing them scripted whatever but you can tell that NXT I mean nobody got you know nobody got up to take a piss during NXT Nobody cared if they were they were thirsty. They just wanted to see you know great action. Speaking, I, I'm sorry that we skipped the this one particular match for NXT. The tag the tag match in NXT mm. was I guess the match of the night. I was high on in that. my opinion. Yeah. So I mean, the revival retaining the championship. People in my area did not like me cheering for the revival. By the way, nobody in my area liked not. you. By the way, but whatever. well, we were really far. <laughs> we're changing areas we have breaking news to get to so let's get right to it oh okay i guess i'll show up there. go for it uh one of the matches i was looking forward to was that six diva tag team match oh it's actually had some story had some build to it and surprising that that wasn't a clusterfuck it was actually wasn't that bad it was good and again the i'm actually pretty high on the whole eva marie entrance uh, thank you listen i'm a heel guy and I, I every time they you know the the whole uh or she can't make it because you know she's feeling down or whatever. They're ungrateful WWE fans. That was, it was like the two weeks she interrupted it, and then the third week, the guy she's gave her the not, full intro. She's not letting you boo her, man. Let me tell you, that's great. You that. that was great. You oh. guys were all at the edge of your seat to really see if Eva Marie was coming out, right? Well, no, we knew like she wasn't the, coming out. We're no, but confused. you were on the edge. You're like, what? Yeah, no, really? I was confused. Could, could it be I was possible? Everybody in that arena was standing up. They were no, like, what's going to happen? No, I'll admit I was confused. Shirt, we did call sheets. it, though. Like, me and Slick, they, they called that, you know, Nikki Bella was going to come out. But, yeah, like, all over, the, all over that. Boy, I, I miss my baby. Mm. <laughs> mm. Thank you for backing me up on that. This guy over here. No. Eva Marie, listen, Eva Marie's hot. I don't mind her showing her puppies. Eva Marie is so Did she get breast implants? I, I know that she. Bigger. I know she that they had them fixed. Yeah, I know she got them fixed like last year. But, yeah, but I don't know. I'm, whatever. She is gorgeous. I don't like her husband that much. He's a little whatever. But like a little douchey, a little douchey. Yeah. Even for my taste. Yeah. And I'm a douche. Yeah. But no, no, not him. Uh, no. I think he. I'm glad that he didn't come out with some statement, almost burying her career and all that shit. Like it's a little selfish if he would have done that. But. That I, I, that match was great. It was great to see Nikki Bella back after her injury. Yeah, good for her. So, I mean, five-star match. Carmella did great in her first pay-per-view. Good for Carmella. Yeah. She's also Carmella. hot. Hot. How do you spell that? H-A-W-T, right? Yeah. Hot. hot. <laughs> <laughs> now, could you share your breaking news with me? Could we get into it? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm at the edge help, of my seat now. Green uh, I'm excited about to the first piece of news you're going to share. Breaking news! I told you about that well, broke. 
here yes. on Thursday. August Are we getting 25th. into in the news? Can we get the intro ready? Let's get it going. Let's get right into into news. Let me fulfill my man's curiosity right after the break. Jay Putty and the Green Man. Woo, woo, woo. You know it. I don't know it. Yeah, I've been, I've been waiting go. for a while now to know it. There so it let me know. What's this breaking news? Daniel Bryan returning? What? That's great. Uh, Daniel Bryan formerly retired from in-ring competition in February. But WWE fans may not have seen the last for the fourth four time crazy world champions between the ropes. That's awesome. That's why. That's interesting news. Forbes. Anthony DeMauro reported today. Michael J., you're great with your August, but you're not so great with the S's. I'm not good with the Forbes. When the, when the S and the apostrophe, <laughs> Forbes is, is. He says four B's. <laughs> or, Forbes the, is, or the FFFs. Yes. Anthony DeMore reported today, Thursday, August 25th, that the WWE is leaving the open the possibility Brian can return. As of now, WWE is planning to continue the angle of wrestlers calling out Brian wow. for his retirement and taunting Brian for not Shit. being able to wrestle. WWE knows it's a hot button topic Hell yeah, with yeah. the fans and will continue to tease a Daniel Bryan return. While yeah. at this time it still remains unlikely that Bryan will return, the future has WWE saying the door is not completely shut on his return to the That's ring. That's bullshit because this guy has been injured. All right, he did his recovery. He is back and he's well to compete, but the WWE has not cleared him and said that he's. They're not going to let him compete. And all of a sudden, now that he has a little heat on him because the Miz got him over because it made him relevant again because people want to see him in a match. Now that WWE sees dollar signs and now his health is no longer a concern and now he could get into the ring. I want to see Daniel Bryan in the ring. But you know what? The E needs to be consistent. If they're going to be letting him wrestle, then he has to be fit to compete. It's not just because it's all about the money. He retired for concussion reasons, right? Yeah. It's concussions, and they, they They've found been a, a spot in his brain that causes seizures. That there's a way. Bumps there's a way to protect that for one match. Well, well that here's the here's what I'll agree with WWE. At this point, Daniel Bryan has been so over. I mean, well, they saw dollar signs upon making him general manager. Okay, let's forget about the fact that oh, let's bring him back, and we're seeing dollar signs. Doing a great job, by the way. Like Amazing. he Freaking he has been doing. Smack. Talk is Max actually a great show, but we'll get to that later. Watch later. And <laughs> I think that with Daniel Bryan, he, he needs to become like that part-timer, like Triple H or Undertaker. He's that novelty act now. You've done a lot. We know you've done a lot. People who, who are his fans now have followed him in the Indies. So he can be he can have that one-off match where someone may carry him. Protected. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Um, which again, it, it's not his style. He's more of that risk taker type, type of guy. I wouldn't mind seeing him in, in the ring again. I mean, building up, build him up to a WrestleMania match if you yeah, will, or totally some, would have to be a WrestleMania or some, one match. of one of the big fours. Um, well, we'll see. I mean, I'll believe it when I see it. At this point, yes, yeah, highly unlikely, but the yeah. door is open, which is interesting. Yeah, I'll believe it when I see it. If they really want to pull the trigger on him and and whatever, go right ahead. In other news, Brock Lesnar, who Brock Lesnar, has been issued a temporary suspension by the Nevada Athletic Commission due to his recent USADA test failures leading up to UFC 200. That's Scott Toddy again. Le- He's at it again. <laughs> He's at it again. That's Scott Taddy. Lesnar failed the test for the banned substance hydroxychloroquine, an anti-estrogen agent, on June 28th, and again on the day of his July 9th fight against Mark Hunt. Lesnar faced a two-year suspension and will likely need a formal hearing. Does he care? What is no? No. He already got his money. Is, is his money going to be taken away? No, UFC will come back to New York, do you, LA. Do you remember like us talking about this during his match? I, I, you know, we're like, oh, we were kind of like pumped that he was fighting because as wrestling fans, you want him to be, you know, to win, and you know that carries over onto the SummerSlam match. Because as wrestling fans, you want to see one of someone we, we follow, see our guys, right? Yeah. You know, to succeed, and 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 then this shit happened. And that you you can throw all that conversation, all those conversations we had out the window, and it sucks that he may actually face, I think, like a two year ban at some point. If, if well, he just said the underrated question, that yeah. right? No, 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 that, that's the news, right? See, here at a shot of wrestling where we report the news, it, it is truth that we're two reporting. years. Yeah, I mean, we d- in Las Vegas, I mean Nevada, right? He don't care. No, I mean, listen, it's we reported what news broke um, in New York. It's different. Because he's a right. not an athlete, he's a superstar. Right, right, right. So I'm assuming that goes for everything else, and it's not going to be an issue for him. UFC will come back in Los, in Los Angeles, New York now. Texas, where the fuck he's he going to fly? He's fine. Yeah. Like at idea. this point, but it sucks that as wrestling fans, this went, this happened. It sucks. Well, this is one of Lesnar's problems. Another one of Lesnar's problems is coming along in other news. Nice. The match between Brock Lesnar and Randy Orton at this week's SummerSlam went pretty much according to plan. What? Really? Except for the fact that Randy Orton wasn't supposed to get cut open. Was it a shoot? Was it a what? As bad as he did. And it was not done intentionally by Brock Lesnar. However, immediately after the match, when Orton Lesnar got backstage, Chris Jericho, the Ayatollah of Rock and Roll. The greatest of all time, baby was very concerned about Orton and report reportedly asked WD agent Michael P.S. Hayes if this was planned for the match and Hayes for some reason didn't answer this led Jericho to believe that the Lesnar had done it on purpose and according to one report Jericho's exact words were that's bullshit thanks for picking that up Jeff and do that Jericho apparently continued to ask questions before and going face to face with the beast. Wow. Who kissed him on the forehead? <laughs> Lesnar put his hands behind his back and said, Kiss me back, pussy, which provoked Jericho <laughs> further, who was ready to fight. Lesnar allegedly then shoved Jericho, and Jericho oh. came back right at him. Good for him. Hell yeah. 
Lesnar then said, kiss me or hit me. It's like becoming a leader in the locker room, man. Stand up to Lesnar. Those around rushed to break up, including Triple H. But things didn't calm down, and Vince McMahon himself, uh uh-oh, rushed to take Brock away. principal. Go in trouble. McMahon yelled at Jericho to be more professional. Jericho shouted out that it was Lesnar being unprofessional for shooting on Norton. Mm-mm-mm. Which Vince replied, it was a work. Oh. What's wrong with you? <laughs> when Jericho checked on Randy Orton again, Orton reassured Jericho that the match had gone according to plan and he should not be upset with Lesnar. Awesome backstage gossip. That sounds great. You know what it actually sounds like? The way you High were school? telling it? No, no, no. There's a new show on the WWE Network called WWE Stories. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice plug. This would be a great story for, for that uh, cartoon show coming up. Speaking on the WWE sp- Network. You got that on the, the commercial for the new stuff coming on the network, right? Huh? You got that on the, you saw that on yes. the commercial? Yes. I can't do 19 pay-per-views. <laughs> 19 <laughs> pay-per-views in 12 months? I can't. Oh. You're, you're trying to tell Too me much that. wrestling, man. Too, Too much wrestling. wrestling. 19 times out of the year we're going to be going through what we just went through this past week? Yeah. Well, hopefully not. Hopefully much better. Are you ready for this, vacant? How about if people get injured? There's well, so many more times for to you start, to win. I'm going to have to actually start taking performance enhancing drugs <laughs> just, to keep, just, to, just to stay awake to watch all this shit. 12 pay per views, but now you got 19. Ugh, almost double. Anywho, in other news, my man, take it away. In other news, the original plan for Finn Balor at SummerSlam was for him to face Chris Jericho. Those plans were changed when Vince McMahon decided to go all in on Balor and have him defeat Seth Rollins for the WWE Universal Championship. Talking about going all in, huh? Yeah. The unfortunate news that came out of that match was that Balor dislocated (coughs) his shoulder. The replays on Raw showed the moment when he popped it back into place and continued the match. An MRI revealed a possible labrum tear. He underwent successful surgery this week and will be out of action for approximately four to six months. WWE.com, cheap plug for them. Not that they need it, but recently reported that Finn Balor's injury was pretty severe, more severe than normal, a really high energy injury. It did more damage than a standard shoulder dislocation where you simply tear the labrum. The prognosis is excellent. However, we were able to fix it and Put it back to where it came from. I'm anticipating him getting back at a full speed. This was the beginning of the match. Shoot, he popped his shoulder back in with the Ooh. same wound that retired Sting. I'm not a fan of Seth. Ro- um, what's his name? Roman. Uh, what's his name? Finn Balor. Finn Balor. But that fucking impressive. Wow, tough what, motherfucker. What? Just oh. like, just like Sasha hey, Banks is a tough. This, this kid's listening. Yeah. <laughs> watch, your like, fuck, watch your fucking mouth. He's a, he's a <laughs> <rates. laughs> yeah. I mean, But you know what? Good it, thing it, that fucks not the <laughs> word of the week. Words of wrestling. Listen, the the, the grandma is listening. <laughs> the <laughs> fact is. is, good job. That match was actually uh, a little better than I expected, and just like him and Sasha Banks, law. I mean, she's a tough bitch, and he's a very tough motherfucker. All I gotta say, I'm speed of recovery for him. Hopefully, we see him in a mania for a big time match. I love that Finn Balor came out with all smiles. By the way, on Raw, like yeah. like like he was just he like, got a good pop on Raw. Yeah, like he was just smiling. You know, like I was the first champion. You know, like not it's, that sad. It sucks that that note. title that the, the title reign. I mean, you know when the first guy just comes in, I'm like, yeah, I'm the first champion, but I only held it for not you know, even 24. Not hours. even 24. Maybe the title is cursed. Maybe we'll out in a couple weeks. Huh? It's that red, I tell you. Is that red? Maybe it is that, that red, red. Is that red color that people were booing. You mentioned that Seth Rollins 
injured someone else with a similar move. Well, that man they call Sting. The man they call the man that put hates Sting. <laughs> and someone has a little bit to say about that in other news. I don't, I don't, I don't hate Sting. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Okay. Um, I heard that he injured Finn Balor, which reminded me of how he hurt Sting. Sting. The man they call Sting. And, you know, it's Sting. A, <laughs> a bad taste in my mouth. And <laughs> Bret Hart felt the same way, and he's speaking out against Seth oh, Rollins. Good God. Being good for him. what he believes to be reckless in the ring. Mm. The topic of Rollins being careless in the ring is now a hot topic as he has injured some of the past names. Mm-hmm. Two big, big names. names. Yeah. John Cena suffered a badly broken nose last summer. Hello. When Seth Rollins kneed him in the face on Raw a few days later doing? at a night of champions, Rollins ended Sting's career by powerbombing him into the turnbuckles. How you doing? The same move has now also taken out Finn Balor. How you doing? For the remainder of the year. How you doing? In an interview, Bret Hart issued the following statement, and I quote, How you doing? I take no great pleasure in saying, I told you so. How you doing? But if you're a professional wrestler and you keep hurting opponents or yourself, clearly you're doing it wrong. How you doing? I wrestled a very realistic and physical style, and not once in 23 years did I ever hurt one opponent. How you doing? Seth Rollins needs to improve his technique and become the safest wrestler in the business. How you doing? I have a great respect for Seth. I believe he'll improve and hopefully stop hurting the talent before he kills somebody. Ooh, how you doing? Bill Goldberg was a similar. How you doing? When I think of Samoa Joe nearly killing Tyson Kidd, then see him coming, continuing to use a deadly finisher that he does. I just shake my head. It's not real. It's only supposed to look real. Wrestlers are not crash test dummies. So I ask you gentlemen, is Seth Rollins reckless? I'm going to put it this way. From a man who said he had forgiven Goldberg, he sure likes to talk about Goldberg a little <laughs> bit way too much. Touché. So fuck hey, Bret Hart. First of all, like, and, and put it on the listening. You're, the old vacant no, no, is coming he, out right no, no. now. He pisses me off. The old off. vacant. And I, you got him going, Michael. You got him going. the first episode, I told you that I, I, I don't agree with Bret Hart. And, and, and to, the fact is, your brother didn't even apologize to Stone Cold Steve Austin over the whole, like, you know, broken neck pile driver thing at SummerSlam in 1997. Don't, don't disrespect Owen. No. <laughs> I, take, take God rest his soul. <laughs> I love you, Owen, but still. Come on. Now, in all seriousness, though, in terms of uh, him being a reckless, a little reckless, yeah, a little bit. A little bit, right? A little three, bit. That's three big names he's hurt one end of his career. I think that they're, I mean, at this point, people, I, I know people were telling me that the curb stump looked a little safer than the, you know, uh, turnbuckle powerbomb. But I think that Miss a curb stomp. Well, you know why the curb stomp is we well, did the whole thing with we the talk concussion. about it. Yeah, no, not just a concussion, but you know, there's a lot of kids who try to be wrestling, play wrestling with each other. To do a curb stomp in the ring is one thing, but to have kids try to do that outside of the ring is another thing. Hey, Robbie, if you're listening, if we were kids, if we were ten years younger, I would have rock bottomed your ass. <laughs> yeah, that's nice and safe yeah. instead of a curb stomp exactly. on your face. No, I, I think it's a little reckless. I think Seth Rollins needs needs to. Uh, is it that move that running power bomb? It, it, I don't. No, it's not the running. It's the it's the buckle the buckle buster, where he throws them. Into he th- the, he, it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a form of a power bomb yeah, into the to corner. But it, this time he did it into the the barricade on on Finn Balor. Yeah, instead of the turnbuckle of the barricade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, again, I I. I this you could put uh, you could put it on one end and say like okay maybe this is you know part of the, it shit happens you know you can say that you know it could it could happen to anybody 
But on the other hand, you got to see how people may be concerned about Seth Rollins being like, hell yeah. Maybe you okay. need to, you know, readjust how you Listen, work people in the ring. I mean, I'm a huge Sting fan, and I'm curious to see what his career would have been like if he, because. Absolutely, there was so much more. I'll get to that later. I'll get to that later. Wrestling, wrestling is like a dance. It takes two people to tango. Okay, I remember you mentioned. You know, yeah. when sometimes three, just sometimes four, 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 four way dance, a battle royale. Okay, whatever. Get it. Get Thirty it. men. But listen, it, it takes two people to pull off a successful move, and. Just like Finn Balor had to protect himself going into the barricade, Seth Rollins also has to know the distance between himself and how mm-hmm. far he's throwing the individual. Same mm-hmm. thing that happened with um, with Sting. It, it was a different circumstance because with Sting, and mm-hmm. I think at this point the WWE needs to ban this move mm-hmm. because with Sting's situation, it was more about the whiplash mm-hmm. that caused him to kind of lose mm-hmm. feeling in his fingers and mm-hmm. in his toes. Mm-hmm. With Finn mm-hmm. Balor... Mm-hmm. He needed to be a little bit closer to that guardrail before he threw him. So, Seth Rollins, I think a, another news. Just to keep it safe, I think he needs to readjust his in-ring uh, technique. Um, and, you know, see how that works out. It could be also, you know, the rookie not landing right. Who knows? You you can, again, we can all be couch bookers and shit and, and, and just think of scenarios of how things could have gone right. But we're not the ones. That, but then we're not. We're not the ones in the ring. Yeah, we're, we're not the ones with the microphones. Yes. In other news, you know who was in the ring? In other news, the Dully Boys this past week bid farewell in their farewell segment on Monday night no, 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 WWE no. Raw. <laughs> was it real? What, what, what? And not part of the storyline? What? It was recently reported that Bubba Ray Dudley and Devon Dudley both signed new deals with the company. So I heard, but. Yeah. An updated report notes that the duo just agreed on the terms for a new deal and sometime this past week. The Dudley boys agreed to the segment on last night's Raw in which they would be involved with the Shining Stars. Yeah, I waited for that sigh. Yeah. But then we're involved also with Dr. Gallows, Dr. Anderson. Doctor. 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 Having Gallows and Andersons give them a beatdown allowed for them to gain some heat, but also leave the door open for a potential return down the line. Upon returning backstage after their on-air segment, Bubba and Diva received a standing O well-deserved. from the entire roster, producers, and the McMahons. Like, I heard that they signed a three-year deal, so I was watching this segment figuring, like, okay, something's going on. They're probably going to split. And all the camera angles, you always see Bubba behind Devon. Mm-hmm. Especially one point where it looked like he was going to attack him. Mm-hmm. But then I heard Tuesday morning, this is actually real, and they actually changed their mind. And um, sorry to see him go. Personally, I wanted Reverend Devon to come back. <laughs> but we reported this a couple weeks ago to cut you off that they were, WWE was so impressed with the Bully Ray character in I TNA. Bully Ray. Which everyone was shocked at. That he was held a, a company. character. Um... I would love to see Bully Ray in WWE. Yeah. He's a great character. That's what I expected. Great heel. Natural. Not, not great. In the, not in the books, huh? Wonderful. I'm assuming we'll see him back sometime TNA. soon. But yeah, well, Speaking of TNA, in other news... Man, I don't know what the fuck you're drinking tonight, but that's fucking fantastic. <laughs> He's taking performance. EY, Eric Young, revealed <laughs> in an interview with the CBS Fantasy Football Podcast, which is coming up, Fantasy Football. He has signed with the WWE and will debut with... 
NXT at some point over the next few weeks. Yes. That's great. While the theme song to one of the greatest divas of all time, China, plays. Let's some dive into divas. In other news. All right. Getting into one of my favorite topics, diving into divas. We have a lot of news. Um, I wish I would dive into divas a lot. What do you guys want to hear about? Maybe you want to hear a little... Do you like Eva Marie? You like Eva I, Marie? We, just, we love Eva Marie. I know what you're asking. You love love I would love Eva. to do many things to Eva Marie. I'll dive into Eva Marie. <laughs> Let, then let's start that way. We're going to dive right into Eva Marie. WWE has suspended Natalie Coyle, also known as Eva Marie. Coyle, the, what a stupid last name, Jonathan. <laughs> for Screw you, Jonathan. Yeah. Old Jonathans are assholes. Yeah, they, hey, Jonathan. They are. <laughs> for 30 days, effective immediately for her first violation of the company's talent wellness policy. Bullshit. The band's substance that triggered her violation is Adderall. Come on, easy. But Eva is adamant that she had a prescription and will Clearly. appeal the punishment. Please do. I reached out to the WWE. Oh, shit, shut, shut up, yeah. Yeah, nice. I did. And they claim the medication was not properly approved. No. Thus, the violation womp, womp. That sucks. So if I take Claritin, will I get suspended? Um, <laughs> if you were in the WWE, maybe, I don't know. But I am. But <laughs> maybe this gives you, a, Jonathan, sucks, a little bit more time to dive into Eva Marie. Yeah. Someone else who I've been wanting to dive into is Michelle McCool. Oh, yeah. Vacant, do you have a story on Michelle McCool? Yeah, I posted on my page that uh, Undertaker's wife, Michelle McCool, recently underwent a procedure to remove, I think, a mole. Apparently, she was diagnosed with skin cancer. And on her Instagram, she posted, she gave a warning Very to her gruesome. fans. Very gruesome. Yeah. Shot. You know... You know, she posted on her Instagram that, you know, warning people to put on your sunscreen because apparently she had something removed from her skin, but, you know, she will be making a full recovery. And, you know, our prayers and thoughts are with her. And hopefully, you know, people do follow her advice. And it was, and then, you know, glad that it wasn't anything they it else that was serious. This is why I avoided some. Well, you are very white. Yeah. Very. And you and, that, I, you and I, you and I, you and I could be victims of the sun very easily. Very that's easily. Maybe that's why you and your girlfriend Paige get, get, get along so well together. Okay, anyway, move on. In other news, Nikki Bella made her return at SummerSlam. Surprise, surprise, so... And... My baby. Not only that, she signed with the SmackDown roster. Mm. Even better. SmackDown's just looking better and better. Solidifying my point. (laughs) SmackDown has a better Divas division. And now the ass got bigger. Mm. She she looks good. I love her. Bring it home, buddy. If you like if you like some Nikki Bella, I you may like some Sasha Banks. Sasha no, Banks will be You're taking so some well. time off to spend some time with the Green Man. Oh yes, yeah, all right, news? that's right. Does your wife know about this? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we're we're gonna have double dates because okay. she she recently got married. So that's right. Oh, unfortunate. So her and her hubby and me and my wife here are gonna go her have hubby some double who dates. Makes dresses. Uh, yeah, she's oh, gonna. Yeah, is that a fact? What? Is that a fact? Fact. So why don't you bring her on the show? Get an interview. We've got your phone. You bring Paige, your girlfriend Paige, and I'll bring Sasha. How about that? Deal. Deal. Clank. This bump. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Yeah, she's going to be Damn taking God. some time off for the next few months in order to recover from some injuries that she sustained dealing as of late. In an update, it is being reported that Banks is currently dealing with a back injury. However. Thank you. The injury is not serious enough for her to have undergo that kind of surgery. Which is so great. Won't be months. Hopefully it'll just be like at least a month. 
few weeks off, you know, a little physical therapy. I miss you. I miss you already. Yes, Sasha. And that fills the void of Sasha Banks. And it was filled nicely by Bailey, which gets us into some Raw and SmackDown cheers and heels. Take it away, Michael J. I am producing the show. I am sitting, <laughs> I am sitting in the driver's seat. Once again, I've told you several times, you don't tell me what to do. I can take a picture if you want. <laughs> so this was an appropriate time. Now that we're done, aside from Green Man's comments, Fuck you, Green Man. yours truly feels the show's gone a little too long. We're going to take a break. Oh, now we need a Reset. break. Reset. I'm always down for breaks. We fill my drink. <laughs> Unlike you who sips them. Yeah. <laughs> rambling on. Let's oh, take a break. Bacon. Who invited you? You, you did. did. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm starting to like Vacant and might come back every week and let you be my special guest. I'll sign a contract right now. <laughs> Coming up, we have our raw cheers and hills. And then we have a, a game because Vacant. What's, what's the series at? 2-1? 2-0? Y'all claim is 2-1. Y'all claim is 1-1. I claim is 2-0 because that so dude that I'm not mentioning anymore is an Scott asshole. Toddy. I'll do it. He's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Let's take a break. Under the bus. Scott Toddy is an asshole. Yeah, let's take a break. Whatever. Whatever. We'll be... Toddy. I don't know. We'll be right back. Find out. One, two... This on? <laughs> Yo, Jimmy, hit me with that triple H.
Shot of Wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown. Cheers and heels. It's right. time, baby. It's time. Run SmackDown. He- cheers and heels. Cheers and heels. Or like uh, the voice was saying last week, cheers and jeels. Or jeels and cheers. It was a little confusing. I know for you, those who were listening last week. Once again, I only have heels for Raw and only have cheers for SmackDown. I have two heels for Raw, so I'm just going to run the gamut here. I'm going to heal that title for Neil promo. He fucked that up. It was awkward. <laughs> he kept stumbling and repeating himself like tonight. I'm calling out Darren Young tonight. And he kept repeating. It was repetitive. It was awful. And awful and awkward. That's not awful. It does. It was not glorious. Prove our point that Green Man mentioned earlier that the E does listen to our show. Because in an earlier episode, I asked Green Man and I quote, make Darren Young great again. When was he great in the first place? <laughs> he stole your line. And Titus O'Neil pretty much copied that he verbatim. Took he took it. He did. But he he, took it. I think the other thing it. was I, you, were, you were asking who did the New Day win the belts from. And he reminded you. He did, yeah. You know. I was going to hear Seamus ragging on the local sports teams. Uh, that's a vintage heel move. But it's usually reserved for like a more prominent heel or a prominent storyline or a young heel. It just He's in a storyline against... Cesaro and it felt awkward. He didn't need that storyline. Didn't need it. He didn't need the heat. It didn't need him to rag on the Mets and the Nets and the Knicks and the Nets. Wasn't that Darren Young who did that? No, it was Shameless. That's the thing. Young. I'm sorry. Uh, Titus O'Neil because he said, "Oh, you know the whatever," and then that other basketball team from Brooklyn. Oh, that Shameless did it too. Yeah, but yeah. It's the, only, question is, it's the only way that they're going to get a cheap pop or a cheap, cheap Yeah, but uh, Sheamus boo. doesn't need that. It's in a shitty storyline. It what? sucks what's happened to Sheamus in the past couple of years, hasn't it? No, it doesn't. Oh, you, it's fantastic. You, you, you turn your oh. back on my boy MJP and this is what happens. This is what happens. Same thing that's happening to Sammy Lane. But in the, end, in the beginning, everyone came out to stake a claim to the universal title, mm-hmm. including Enzo and Big Cass. Why did Big Cass get the title shot in Enzo? Well, that's like, obvious. Oh, what, <laughs> that's obvious. Well, that, <laughs> that's all I got, so you guys can take it over. Thank you for building me up to that because that is my first heel of the night. Yeah. Enzo not given the opportunity to battle no, for the spot in the fatal four way. Hell it out. Here we <laughs> you go. Know? Clink, clink. Ching, ching. Money, money. I mean, come on. Enzo came out with Cass, which got me excited because, you know, I, I love me some Enzo, some Amore. Theodoro, you know? You do not love Big Cass. But no. No love for Amore. No. Get it? See what I did there? No that, love. You're doing a very good job tonight. I mean, you're it was very, nice very weird. Words. And for a moment, I, I literally remember myself watching Ryan and I'm like, wait, the numbers are off. Like, all right, yeah, there's so one, two heels, three faces. What are they going to do? Where the fucking, uh, <laughs> the guy, the, the grand man gravity forgot? Um... Anybody? The, oh, Neville? Oh, <laughs> Neville. Where did he come <laughs> from? Give him get, if Endo that spot. So I'm going to heal out on that because it. don't bring him out if you're not going to include him in it. Exactly. He, Enzo is not a bystander. He, he, he is more the main event. He builds up Cass. That's what he does. Well, on to you, my friend. Listen, uh, uh, the, I know this is a little bit like out there, but like I'm going to turn. I'm going to cheer the Barclays Center. 
Oh, the whole center. Me, <laughs> yes, because they this gave is a first. Me, wow. They gave uh, me an Nolina up, gets cheered. They gave me an upgrade. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Thank you, WWE Production, for taking over my section. And wait, for, what happened? What happened? You got an upgrade? Yeah, no, we 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 got. Listen, we got we got production took over our section, and. Um, you know, they gave and us you an upgrade. We got to upgrade to a closer so section. So where were your original seats? Uh, the 200 section, 214, wow. something like that. And then we got section 24. The bleacher creatures would have gone wild with vacant. They would have. <laughs> but no. We actually did, we actually uh, introduced ourselves after, like, uh, uh, the, the universal title was uh, relinquished. You know, my, when my you manager, won the Universal Tag. You know, that moment right there was iconic because everybody started cheering for me. It was great. <laughs> it was great. But thank you, Barclay Center. But it, it, honestly, I, I would have to uh, turn heel on the whole en- uh, Enzo Amore not getting a shot. But then I can oh, understand why. Because of his size and, and, and whatever. Three-way agreement. No. But I, it's, it also, it's not the size. I mean, Enzo is great on the mic and he's getting a little bit better a, week after you can week tell, on his though, wrestling But moves. you can tell, though, the, the other... The, there's a there's a there's a bit of foreshadowing into next week, into that. Okay, I know that we've been a little bit pumped up with uh, Big Has, you know, being alone and while Enzo was injured and whatever he was getting like those big shots and whatever. But you can tell that he's not gonna win. It's just filler. What's again? Because your point, it's, it's, it's not, not the win. size. It's how you use it. Well, just ask Abel's wife. Wow. <clears throat> oh. So, what's the thing we, we kind of glanced over with? I'm going to ask you guys now your thoughts on the Universal title. I don't care. I mean, I don't like the red strap, but other than that, I c- Were you one of the people that disappointed Seth Rollins and Nick Foley because they were booing it? Uh, I'm one of those people. The, I'm one of those people. Listen, the people booed it not necessarily because of the color or anything like that. Here, Here's the deal. Take it. I saw people. On, and, and this is uh, foreshadowing to SmackDown. People were cheering the women's title, mm-hmm. the, the SmackDown women's title. Mm-hmm. It had the blue as opposed to the red, mm-hmm. and it looks the same as any, you know, the Universal title or the World title, whatever. Mm-hmm. So my point is, why are you booing the Universal title if you're mm-hmm. cheering the women's title? I'll tell you why. That's exactly my question. No, no, no. no. I'll tell you why. I'll tell okay. you why. Then because we'll, the expectation was higher when before the universal title was debuted you had raw going so you, right after the so draft you, you boot that title then yeah originally originally and this is why other people didn't like it because the expectation was so high you expected something new you expected something different you just got off the draft where a lot of things change and raw took the lead on that changing the set changing the camera moves Changing the people that being well, they took the lead because they were on Monday. So let's 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 not like yeah yeah. Wait wait wait. But regardless, they took the lead. So the expectation of Raw taking the lead on creating a new title and making something different and something new and something innovative, the expectation was high. Well, I wouldn't say taking the lead on a new title. They had no choice. No, but like, (laughs) but then when you see what you saw at SummerSlam and you see that the only thing that changed was. The color of the leather, then you get a little bit disappointed. See, at first, and I it was makes little, you want to boo. I was a little disappointed, but then they you get over swap it. colors instead of a black strap with a white swoosh. So, so a black swoosh with a red strap, and once on Raw, I saw Finn Balor wearing it, McFoley carrying it on her shoulders. 
I think the side plates gave it a little bit more legitimacy too. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's my thing is people people are complaining. I've read online the same design. WWE is lazy in designing their belts. It is not about. Being but the lazy. first thing I came, the first thing that popped into my mind, what was that every what 10, 20 class divisions of UFC, the same title belt. I would. Thank you. I was it's just going to mention that. It's the same title belt for the heavyweight, welterweight, it's, featherweight, shitweight, weight. I was just going to mention that. UFC has one belt. Yeah. One design. At least they change the colors around. Gentlemen, you have all taken media study classes in college, I know. I never yeah. did. And, uh... <laughs> so, I don't... Vacant never went to school. I, this is I'm called branding. Record. I don't mind. Okay? It's called branding. And red... And... SmackDown was a red brand. Listen, the red strap. Listen. When... I would buy it if I had the money. When a football team wins the Super Bowl, they get a championship belt. When a hockey team wins the Stanley Cup, they get Cup. a ch- championship yeah, belt. Triple H sends them. That's right. Yeah. And which belt do they get? They get a branded belt. They never get the world championship belt that Vicky walks around with. But which one they get they, they the get one with time. they get the one with the big WWE logo in it because it signifies the brand of the WWE supporting those teams. So now the, and that's initially what this move was all about it's a smart thought of move to continue to push the brand so where you are in august next championship is baseball would you send them the black belt or the red belt Ooh, that's a great question I was the, the intercontinental why would don't change that title wwe I'm that title's oh, awesome oh I'm god what if they change it i'm scared now vacant i'm scared no that that was the other question me and select dick where i'm like okay we discussed I'm ufc scared. And I'm like, I hope they don't touch the other two belts because I saw a mock design yeah. online of them altering those belts. I see with the same lo- same design, mm-hmm. W design, in gold for the IC belt, and the strap would be red, white, and blue for the US. It's, oh, I, mean, oh I don't see them altering those belts. I mean, I, I, I mean, the belt that you currently like take to WrestleMania and stuff. Is awesome. The WWF original yellow strap, yeah, uh, white strap. That that's sick, sick. Held by the great Shawn Michaels. A lot of history with Fuck that you, belt. Daniel Farmer. The U.S. belt. I the U.S. belt has been the same design for like years and years and years now. It was only altered when uh, John Cena had one and he turned spinner into a spinner. Belt, yeah. I wouldn't mind having that one changed, but I the problem with the uh, universal title and people booing was that it stole. The the thunder from the match occurring at SummerSlam, which went to what Seth Rollins and McFoley were saying. It's not about the design of the title, what right. the title that represents. And it, it was the beach ball effect, if you will, from like the Raw after Mania. When Slick Dick was here, he mentioned the whole beach ball thing, and when Baron <laughs> Corbin debuted, and we hijacked that shit. It was the same thing. We the crowd just hijacked the entire match. Every time they were they would show a glimpse of the belt on the on the on the big screen and at, at the arena. They would boo it. They, they would the shit chance? on it. Was there a chant? Right? Like, this belt sucks, right. and or like there's, you know, there's a lot of this belt sucks, like all that stuff. Or there's like, a lot of there's, there's a lot of chants I couldn't comprehend. Uh, make out like this belt's awful, or like hey, we want a new belt, like all that shit. It just became all about the belt. And it it became be all about it. The it was again. It was right? the beach ball effect all over again. Yeah, and you know, the match. The match was good, not great. I'm not gonna whatever. But it did hijack, it did hijack the attention. It sucked, you know. It it, it was, it sucked that that happened. So anything more for Raw? Uh, from Raw, are you done with your cheers? Yeah, told you, I, I only had wow. two. I only had two. Three hour show? 
I'll, I'll, I'll cheer. I'll cheer. Bailey finally ascending. I mean, yeah. hey, thank buddy. you. Hello. You know, it's not your turn, but okay, you have that. <laughs> yeah, Bailey debuts on Raw. That's awesome. Well, it's predictable. Um, so I wasn't crazy about it because you knew it's going to happen. And all right, I'll, I'll give you my last cheer for Monday Night Raw. Uh, the dynamic duo, as I like to call, Cord Graves and uh, Byron Sexton. No. Jericho, my man. Jericho are just freaking amazing. Week after week, these two are just amazing. And their interview with Felipe Phillips, whatever his name I is. I said last week. I loved how they it, keep it, and they kept going this week. Yeah, I like it's it. consistent. It's great comedy. Jericho and Kevin Owens wanting to be the Universal Champion now. That's champion what they want to do together. Together, said, they they, they can He do said it. Champion of the Universe. Yes, <laughs> which was great. That's awesome. <laughs> I love these guys. Uh, that, that is. Uh, I have a heel, and this has to do with the whole Braun Strowman crap. What? Okay. okay, mind you, they muted the audio at the arena, but when I checked the uh, a video, I think heel, heel book at uh, Instagram posted it. Two plug. Sorry, no, he's cool. <laughs> but like, I saw the the you know Byron Section interview and him and saying, you know, you know Braun Strowman has beaten up a lot of people. Why are you doing this? And then yeah, the guy geez. saying. I love big sweaty man. Yeah. What the well, fuck? fuck was that? Like yeah. what the, like, <laughs> that what the fuck was that? Like I I understand that they wanted to integrate like the whole LGBT stuff, but you're gonna do Too it like that. Is, this a, is that really was that their attempt? I didn't even think of that. Yeah, no, I completely. I, didn't I, I was think just like, what the fuck are you doing? Wow, I did not think of that. No, mind you, I they, just thought that mu- was awkward. <laughs> if that was bad, it was awkward. Yeah, if that was bad, they muted the the sound. Of the crowd? In the arena. No, in the arena. They what, did they, what were you guys chanting in the arena? No, first of all, they had to do it and Byron Sexton was in the ring and then all of a sudden, like, it went, like, you heard Byron Sexton, like, say, like, a word or two and then it just went silent. And, you know, you, you saw him in the arena but you didn't hear a thing. Oh, wow. So, oh, so you, so the arena didn't hear what the... No, we didn't wow. hear what he said. We didn't hear what he said. And Smart ooh. move. W- smart move. Oh, like, shady, 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 like, W. Sm- no, no, shady. Shame, smart. shame, shame. It's a smart-ass move. Shame that on you. First smart of all, there were a bunch of kids in that arena. <laughs> like, in the whole, like, there were a bunch of kids in that I mean, arena. So well, there's like, a bunch of kids watching at home. But what are you doing? The deal you is, don't even want to show it in an arena, don't, don't show it at home. No, but the deal is, in, in at home, you can change the channel. When you're in the arena, you get to go home and your money's wasted. That's that's the difference. Like Wow. It When I when I heard that, I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> On that yeah, note, though. it makes me want to change the channel. Let's change it to SmackDown. Wait, have you been done with Raw? Yeah, I'm, I'm a fuck Raw. It sucked. <laughs> Once again, since the draft, my favorite show, all I, I have the GM of that is show, Cheers. On SmackDown, I what? thought about I thought about that too because I Impossible. think I week after week prefer SmackDown over Raw. Not because it's a better product, better in ring quality. It's because it's only two hours. <laughs> I think that weighs in quality over quantity. WWE. I'm going to cheers the new new set. Uh, I like it a lot better than new, new. old set. New set. New. Or the old new, new set. set. New. Um, new set. We saw on. We saw this SummerSlam set. I love the. I like the ramp being another interactive screen. Yeah, yeah, that's freaking cool. And we saw that on Raw, which is pretty much makes sense because in the same arena, they don't have time to swap sets. Then we saw it on SmackDown, and I'm loving the new the new new set. It's supposed to the so new old set. So is it the new set. new set, or are they just getting lazy and that's the only set that they are traveling with? I don't get it. Money no, saving, bro. Well, maybe for Raw, but SmackDown. I guess maybe we have to see next week. Well, SmackDown—that's the new new set. The, the, the screens on the side, which for me is a great 
board for next draft mm-hmm. or another, another tournament. Oh, yeah. Surprisingly, the tournament could great for the tournament. Yeah, great for tournament. Good call. But I'm just a big fan of the, the ramp being a part of the uh, screens and entrances. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, right. I have a couple more cheers. I'll wait for you guys. Give you guys a turn. All right. I'm going to heal. Since you don't have that many heals. I have zero heals. You have zero heals. I have one. Daniel Bryan explaining that if AJ wins, he gets the title match at Backlash. But if Ziggler wins, he gets added to the match. So confused because either, so way, either way, AJ wins. AJ wins. AJ gets the title match. And that, that, that that's awesome for AJ. Why? Who cares if I win or lose that? AJ match? didn't even have to be in that match. No. I thought about the same exactly. thing until I saw it. We watched it today. The thing is, the delivery no sense. the delivery was a little bit off. What they should have done is they should have established AJ as the number one contender. Yeah, there you go. Okay? And then they could build the match to have Ziggler make the triple threat if he wins. Or AJ trying to prevent Ziggler from being a triple threat and keeping it a one-on-one. And that's what it should have been. So I'm going to heal on the fact, I don't know if it's production, story writing, whoever decided that. Like Daniel Bryan fucked it up. Yeah. Or if it was Daniel Bryan. Sorry, bro. But it just wasn't proper delivery. That was a shock. I I was very confused. Early on in the the show, on this two-hour show. All right, next. All right, I'm going to heal the, you know, the sidebar where they have the, you know, the the wrestler's facts. Yeah. Smackdown. And the fact okay. is, when Dolph Ziggler oh, came me. out, they showed Dolph Ziggler, you know, he's two-time champ, whatever. Yeah. And then they were saying something about him being in the, like, an avid um, reading challenge, you know, sponsor or something. But they spelled challenge wrong. <laughs> 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 they spelled it challenge. Charlotte? Charlotte. Well, it's the same thing. They, they announced Eva Marie as a 2000-something diva search winner, and she wasn't even part right. of the search. So I'm going to heal on that. That that was that was terrible. Wow. That's just terrible. As uh, oh, Charles Barkley would say, terrible, terrible. <laughs> that's just terrible. Like T R B L, terrible. Like, like that's seriously. Like, come on, check. you're the WWE. That's spell something check. I expect from TNA. I'm like, I know you're live and you're not able to like fix shit now, but come on, man. That English, English. I am going to cheers. Heath Slater crashing the title reveal ceremony. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heath Slater has been money. He's been. On Raw and SmackDown every week, been on point. He's been great, and once again, he delivered this week on SmackDown. And finally, finally, hopefully, fingers crossed, he is now getting his. I'm telling you, who is in a better spot than Heath Slater? But now, if he's he been does, on every show on Raw and SmackDown since the draft. If he doesn't win this, been awesome tag team tournament. He's not on SmackDown, so is that? going to prolong this free agent storyline or is he going to win this tag team title? You could do so much more with this free agent shit. Once he loses this tag team tournament and doesn't get the title. How long do you keep going with this? He goes back to to Raw to plead. Gets a nice little storyline out of there. Doesn't get his contract. Good job, job, Heath Slater. And then you got NXT. Have him go to NXT. Go to Evolve. (laughs) He's going to go to Evolve. Uh, Green Man. Come on. There's so much more he could do with this. I'm a cheers... Alexa Bliss on the cover of Muscle and oh, Fitness. I'll give you that. Right? She's mm-hmm. hot. Mm-hmm. She's a nice piece of hish. You know? Smoking. Really great. And I love the fact that the WWE is supporting a lower card performer and they're not putting like Eva Marie on it. Yeah, she came out of nowhere. Bella. Surprise pick, yeah. Like someone really who needs that push and really could be supported by 
the cover of Muscle and Fitness, and who better than the hot hash of Alexa Bliss? Or could have been Carmella. I'm gonna I'm gonna cheer that. The good booking by WWE on turning her heel. Mm. It, you know, I understand that you know the Nick, Nikki Bella has this comeback story going on, so it doesn't really make sense for her to be heel. But Carmella, Carmella's a heel. Good, I can dig that. I, I really, really intrigued to see how this plays out. I, I cheer that as well. Now it makes her hotter, no? Well, you know me. Like I, I'm a heel so person, hotter, yeah. so it, it made like her ten girls, times huh? more sexy. So hotter, yeah. And 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 she's also a local woman, so F-A-B, New York City F-A-B. in the house. Holla. I am going to cheers my boys since they won Breeze Dango. <laughs> man, they're comedy gold, man. They're really? comedy gold. Their promo was comedy genius, and surprise, surprise, it may, it they actually be- had a good match with the goes American Alpha. Yeah, it wasn't whatever. a squash match. It wasn't squash. They held their own, and yeah. they they could do it on the promos, on the mic, and they could do it in the ring. I'm all in on Breeze Dango. They won't go anywhere. <laughs> I'm a fan of them. Give them a shot. Just give them a shot of, of wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. That's Jinx. all they need. Yep. I'm a cheers. Get on the cheers train right here because Welcome. we're going all around. Welcome. The second round. Could the second yep. round all be cheers? Here we go. Yep. I'm a cheers. The WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Why? Why? Because they're silver. And what's better than bronze? Gold. Silver. Oh, silver. Okay. Well, the silver yeah. belts, well, which makes the silver belts on Smack- bronze, ta- SmackDown so much better which was, than the tag team titles. Which is interesting because I have not heard one complaint on the SmackDown titles, which are a copy of Raw, but I heard people bitch and complain about the Universal title. Again, it, it, it comes down the to a lot. Like, SmackDown, yeah. I think, pretty much solidified like, okay, what the hell were we... T- were we why did we boo the shit out of the Universal title? And my title. But... Your only title, my only. Hey, <laughs> it comes down to like okay, like it, it it makes us it makes the fans look a little stupid at this point. Like you just hijacked a, a five star match and completely distracted us from it with your bullshit. Plus, there's no way no way you can boo the women's title because it's the same title only. It's the same title. Yeah. It's just blue in the middle. That's it. I am going to cheer the main event match, five star match, and. Again, I, I remember earlier in the show I said, you know, I, I wasn't like, you know, I was shitting on Ziggler. But I think that this match, for some reason, Ziggler did everything right. He slowed down his pace. He, you know, he read AJ Styles pretty well. I think AJ Styles also put on a very good match. Um, and I'm glad that, like, Dean Ambrose being on, you know, commentary didn't distract from the match as much. Oh, yeah. They kept to the match. They concentrated on each other. Ziggler was well paced, which was a surprise to me because usually he's very high, fast yeah. paced, very whatever. He slowed down. He this I I think in my opinion, you know, I could you know this be I like a Ziggler build again. to Ziggler though. Could this be like his up and coming story because they're pushing him down, they're pushing him down. He's failing. He's failing. And then could he win the if big Ziggler, one possibly? Listen, that'd if, be great. Listen, I Ziggler. Had, any anybody is fixable in the WWE or any other promotion, and I feel that with Ziggler, if he has matches like that, the way he had it at SmackDown, believe me, I can get behind him one hundred percent. I'm going to piggyback off your cheers. I'm going to piggyback Dean Ambrose on commentary, <laughs> especially when Styles is talking trash to him. 
He had a headset on. Right. Couldn't hear what he's saying. Nope. He said, I don't know what he's saying, but it's probably something as original as his club hand signal. <laughs> something, <laughs> something that you're truly... You like the shade. Cheered. Uh, like sorry, healed. When they debut that stupid click hand signal. It's good job, good job, Dean Ambrose. So you know what? We should replace um, Dave Otonga with, with Dean Ambrose because Dave Otonga sucks. Kind of like Byron He does Rome. suck, but he's oh not... God. He's getting a little bit better this week. God, Dave. My, I mean, I'm much rather hear Poker T. Well, Dave, Dave, listen, or, or Dave Jared the King Waller. Still green. Dave is still green, so yeah. I can't really. You done? You have anything else? We really don't have anything else. Are I we mean, ready for the finish? I mean, other than talking smack and how cool I'm ready for the finish. Leads us to the cheers of the week. Of the week. That's what you want to call Let's it, right? Do it. All right, here we go. You got it. So the cheers of the week. In my opinion, I wanted to forego my raw heels and. Smackdown cheers This is the best thing That happened On Raw and Smackdown And from our discussion I think the best thing That happened since SummerSlam I think we all can agree On that That's what I want to get I will thank you personally For turning me on To Smackdown Talking Smack You're welcome The cheers of the week Is the promo Of his career That the Miz Cut On Talking Smack He interrupted Daniel Bryan Because he was not Featured on SmackDown, this goes up there in one of the top promos, bro. And this great. goes up there. This Especially goes the up Miz. there with with Shawn Michaels losing his smile, with Ric Flair talking about going to Space Mountain, with Dusty Rhodes talking about eating dining with kings and queens. Yeah. Like this is up there, and it was just phenomenal because also I liked it because it's one of those things you were like at the end of it, is that is that is that real? Was that a work? Was that a shoot? It's like so be, it's the, one it's of those classic to, uh, today. And you never saw this much emotion, not this much passion from the Miz, who I've been a fan of since day one. Green Man could tell you. And it was just great. It was the best thing happening since this whole week. Did you miss it? Not everyone watches Talking Smack. And everybody has the network. I think. I think. Subscribe. You get a month free. <laughs> month free. Come on. I mean, if you're and listening to our show on iTunes, it is but a free just, show, so let us let us give you some more free content. We'll give you a clip, a clip. I mean, the majority of it, because for us to describe it takes away from it. You got to listen to it. And here we go. Uh, there's no gentle way to say it to me. You wrestle like a coward. You wrestle like somebody who's I, af- who's afraid to get hit. I wrestle. I wrestle like a coward. You wrestle like a coward. I'm the one. If I if I were to create a wrestler who, to me, like embodies like when I was an independent guy and I was thinking like, oh, okay, what's the soft no. WWE style? It would be that WWE is transformed in the last. Hold on, you you, had, you comes. Shit talk. You you're the one that called me a coward in, in the wrestling ring. I'm Take the coward miss. in the I'm wrestling ring. Yeah. but let's I'm talk about cowards for one second. Okay. The reason I wrestled the way I wrestle is because I can do it day in and day out all the time for ten plus. Years I have never, never in my career ever have been injured. I don't get injured for six months Not to a year. Me. I am here each and every week. But you sit there and call me a coward? Yeah. I'm the coward. Wait, let me tell you about a coward. Tell let him. me tell you about a guy who tells his WWE fans, mm-hmm. the people that he loves, that he will be back. He promises them. I promise oh, you, I will be back in one year's time to claim this title. But you didn't, Daniel, did you? But I'm the coward. Nope. Okay. I'm the one if that they, doesn't love if the they, fans. If they would let me come back, I would come back. Oh, mm-hmm. if, if you, you right, would. Yeah, you would. You, you yourself, love kid. that WWE ring. You love be wrestling. You love being right in that wrestling ring. And 
you love wrestling, right? Well, yep. why don't you quit? Why don't you quit yeah, and go seriously. to the bingo halls with your indie okay, friends? Okay, I think you need to huh? calm. No, that's not, no, what, this, that's not what this show's about. GM, have this. Thank you very much, Renee. This is a great show, but we're talking here. I need to talk to you, <laughs> you real quick because the fact is you're the one that calls <laughs> me the coward, but you're the one that doesn't get in the WWE and ring again. No, don't off. you walk away from me, Daniel. Don't you walk away. I'm the one that loves the fans. I'm the one that loves everyone and everything. You're the one that gets up and walks away every right single time. Like you're the coward. I am not a coward. I am your intercontinental champion, and there's a reason I am the title. Reason making this the most relevant, prestigious title that WWE has, and I deserve okay. the respect okay. on SmackDown Live. <laughs> Get that camera right here. Get the camera right there. Respect this is the day title. 141 of the never-ending Intercontinental Championship World Tour, and I swear to you, I promise you, it will be the most relevant title on SmackDown Live. I could care less about those little kids on, and, and for the tag team titles and the women's championship and the WWE championship. This is my show. My show. And I'm sick of all of you, my GM, sitting there criticizing me, calling me the coward. You're the cowards. I'm the one here, day in and day out, in that wrestling ring, beating people up. Thank you very much. Wow. Once again, prove my point that The Miz is... Awesome. Can I can I turn wow. heel on on uh? No, you cannot. Oh, no, 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 not on Miz. <laughs> not, not on Miz. One second. It's like, Abel knows I've been a fan of Miz since the beginning. I've always been a part of the Miz train, correct? I, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. And this is one of the mo my highlights. Since day one. Since his headlining performance at since WrestleMania. He was on Tough Enough. Twenty-seven. So when he cashed in Money in the Bank, I became the owner of Green Man Industries. Yes. And this was. Amazing. I hope this elevates him to the next level because this was one of the best promos, not of him, but I've seen in a long Bro, time. Bro, if I was Dean Ambrose, I'd be scared because after this promo, why wouldn't you give SmackDown to The Miz? Why, why wouldn't, wouldn't you? SmackDown be The Miz's show? Which it should you're, be. You're the down. WWE champion, and I'd be shook if I was Dean Ambrose. You talked about what happened with Dean Ambrose. Um, what's his name? Dean Bryan maybe coming back, but this. I was half asleep on my couch watching SmackDown. I'm like, let me watch SmackDown Live, and this hyped me up. This is. This was the best thing I've seen on WWE programming in a while. Like I said, because you weren't sure. Was it a heel? He tapped into something that I think that he had lost for a couple of years. And when he was main eventing or leading up to that WrestleMania, this promo felt unscripted. Mm -hmm. it, it can't, you can tell it came from the heart because there is some truth to what he said. A lot of truth, yep. There's some truth to the fans who gave up on him after you know he had lost the title. And he went in that downward spiral, if you will, if you want to call it that. But I was going to say that I was going to turn heel on, on Renee Young saying, this is not what the show is about. But exactly meanwhile, it's called Talking Smack. But I don't know why she said that. But that promo in general, I hope it reinvigorates the Miz's upward momentum. Hope so, man. And they finally do. You know, the Miz was never a bad, bad dude. I, I think that... His nat his natural ability is that of a heel. I think when he was a face, it didn't work. Oh, definitely not. And I hope that it it does work out for him going forward. And I hope that they go with that character, not this Hollywood whatever. You don't need that right now. You need a real dude speaking. You know, shooting from the hip. I gotta tell you, I wouldn't be surprised if this promo that was caught on Talking Smack translates into WWE Network subscription buys because. 
that is how good it was that people are tuning in into Facebook, Instagram, and any other social media outlets to try to catch this and be like, why am I not? I'm not. I'm not subscribed to the WWE Network. I'm missing out on this. Like I told Michael J. Putty, you have to watch SmackDown and watch Talking Smack right after because it's it's like those two things go together like peanut butter and jelly. Hey, Talking Smack. Not only is it the great show, and the Miz delivered the promo of his career. Overall, Nikki Bailey was on the show. There was a lot more to it. Was, then she got yeah. attacked by Carmella. <laughs> got her ass kicked. Yeah, that was great. And the way they handled, like, oh my god, is, is she gone? Like, and the Usos came out. Daniel Bryan came out. Like, your point, bro. Like, as soon as Daniel Bryan came out and was like, hey, 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 this stop, stop. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, damn right, you need to intervene and not stand in yeah. the stand lines. That's your freaking sister in law getting her ass beat. And the Usos came you out. Know? Yeah, it was in the old. Yeah, w- that was weird. In the old that WWE, weird. people would just stand behind and be like, oh, and you going and on. and and the. Besides uh, what Renee Young said, I like how she was looking around and was just like, it's just like, she was acting like, fuck, this is unplanned and shit. <laughs> fuck you guys. She sold a great, like, she yeah. sold, yeah, great sell by, by Renee Young. So hot. Love Renee Young. My girl, Renee great Young. Great cheers of the week, bro. That was, there's great no other Smackdown wins this again. Is, this is the you. second week in a row that Talking Smack got the cheers of the week. Well, expect that's a better product than Raw. No, I think well, I have so to talking smack. I well, didn't say smack. It's a good concept to the whole smack. to the whole you know SmackDown and it speaks whatever. To so. Smarks, it speaks to us. This week's episode of WWE Monday Night Raw had an average viewing of three point three one five million, which was viewers, which was up by <laughs> an average of three hundred ninety nine thousand six hundred viewers from the previous week. However, however, my man. The win this week goes to Daniel Bryan and Shane O'Mac. The blue brand. For SmackDown. The blue brand won by scoring their second biggest TV audience since the live draft special. I'll talk about uh, Jeff off air. It's Tuesday's a big show, a big day for network television. So I'm very curious to see what happens when the, the, the seasons come back. Ooh. Because there's not that much on Monday. Oh, Monday Night Football and all that stuff coming yeah. back. Monday Night Football is going to definitely And then, you know, the rough. baseball playoffs. So I'm mean, curious to see if the numbers happen when the, the TV series comes back. Well, listen, I, I hope that SmackDown becomes that fast-paced program. Wrestling show. Yeah, like it was way beforehand. I mean, they have two hours to work with. I understand that. And they always fit two women's matches on. Quality right. And Raw has one. Three hours. WWE. SmackDown garnered 2.7 million viewers which was a 10% increase from the previous week 10% so you're on, board, huge. you're on board the Smackdown train this week I am on board on the Smackdown train doop, doop. you're right. a sellout <laughs> I'm assuming they'll once again deliver so now my question is like the Smackdown pay-per-views coming up oh I'm looking forward to Backlash does Raw, I don't know about Night of Champions does, but I'm looking forward does to Raw the, relax, Backlash does Raw relax for a little bit Raw right now is too busy trying to like Put up their their new champion and see what what you know how they're gonna work their clash of champions. Who's gonna win? It's between Rollins and Owens, in my opinion. Yep. For the Universal yes. Championship, it's gonna be Seth Rollins. It has to be Seth Rollins, Seth right? Rollins. I would love to, to see Big Cass though. Just the fuck everybody. Big Cass wins. Not, the only Big Cass would be the wild card in that, yeah. but you know that Reigns is gonna get screwed by Rusev. Yeah. So. yeah maybe Owens. Maybe Owens. The Owens only- is a likely shot, but I, I highly doubt it. I mean. 
we'll see what happens at this point. The only thing I question is if you're going to... So Creative had this whole storyline build out right coming out of SummerSlam, right? You know, everything was written out and then they got a page turn. They got got a little wrench in their plans. Mm -hmm. All right? With, With Finn Balor. So the way they could get back on track is technically not to give Seth Rollins the belt because Seth Rollins was going to go for the belt after point, yeah. Finn Balor won. Who would you give it to? So if they were going to try to get back on course with being Seth Rollins as the competitor and the challenger to the brand, maybe they could give it to someone else. I know that their original plan, or so the rumor states, was the that they were going to have Kevin Owens feud with Finn Balor uh, all the way okay. to like Hell in a Cell. Damn. And they scrapped that plan in order for, you know... McMahon shot his load with him at SummerSlam. Yeah. You started so, it in the news. So, I mean, we'll see how they, they pull this off now. Are they going to go forward with Owens? Or are they going to go with Ro- the predictable route with Rollins? We'll see. Like I'm excited. We will see. And we'll also see who wins this week's game. What game? Even if I lose this week, <laughs> I, I already won big time this week. So how? I'm saying. How'd, how'd you win this week? How? You know, just uh, thank you, Finn Balor. Oh, we'll speed of recovery, buddy. Speed of recovery, buddy. <laughs> because you're the universal champion. Yeah, I really don't care if I lose this week. <laughs> All right. I'm going to lose on Monday. Rubber match is coming up. So enjoy the time we got it. On Monday, I'll lose it to a worthy opponent. But will you lose to a worthy appointment opponent tonight? Is he taking steroids? Is that time? It's games with Michael Hades. Awesome! Came to play to play. There's a price to pay. Time for you to get down on your knees. Did you guys come to play? Uh, I'm ready. Jeff, are you ready? Like I said, I can always job to Green Man in this, and I wouldn't care. (laughs) But I'm ready. (laughs) This week's game is called Name That Wrestler. Okay. I give you five random facts. Another straight week of you coming up with like the great finish new will games. be the same. That's though. Awesome. I give you five random facts about a wrestler. Okay. You tell me who that wrestler is. Okay. If you get it in the first fact, you get five points. Uh huh. If you get it in the second fact, you get four points. Four points. Take you three points. Two. Uh, three, three clues get three points. Two four one. points. Two points. It's like a five points. It's uh, like I'm five, at the Royal yeah. Rumble all over again. I love it. Who wants to go first? Well, our guest. All right. Our oh, guest here we go. Okay. Should go first. Fact number one for five points. He's the youngest person to win the King of the Ring and Royal Rumble. This is a hard game this week. This is very hard, by the way. Because <laughs> the clues right. are so random. Glorious. Very hard. Uh, I'll take a second fact. He's a four time, four time, four time, four time. WWE World Champion. This is a very hard game, and then Sheamus. Incorrect. So I'll read the next clues out to you. Okay. You can get it for one point. I get a point. If you get it right. If I get it right. Okay. There's three clues. Okay. He's a member of NRA. He won MMA Rookie of the Year 2008. He played for the Minnesota Vikings. 
The Brock lesson. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Green Man's on the board. I love it. You should put your universal title on you the should. line right now. Oh, you should. Right now, baby. You should. With a tear in my eye. I'm going to take it from you, Jeff, baby. Jeff, relax. I'm going to take it. Jeff, I will delete this point <laughs> if you put your title on the line. Wait, no, he second. can't put his one, title two, on. Three. It's not up to him. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. No, it is up to me. Hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. It's up to the people. One, two. You know what? Even if I put the title on the line right now, I'd still be the longest reigning. You know, the show <laughs> So yeah, I'll put the title on the line. Oh my god, there's a title. On the line. <laughs> Am I deleting this point? I put the title on the line. So deleting this point. So That's zero it, zero. Ladies and gentlemen, you are witnessing history for the, the Universal Championship. It's your chance. It's your turn. All right, here we go. This man's ambidextrous. <laughs> this is very random. Random facts. Define ambidextrous. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you can use right hand or left hand. I'm just being funny. Number two. Go. He's a born again Christian. There's a few out there. I'm yeah. gonna go for number three. Hosts his own outdoor lifestyle show. Who is Shawn Michaels? Correct. That is three points. Three to zero. This is an interesting fact. I didn't know he was ambidextrous. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little lot of shit you don't know. Here we go. His wife is lucky. Jeff. <laughs> well, he's pretty three lucky, to zero. So his wife is hot for your title. Won the WWE World Heavyweight Championship a record seven times. I go in the next act. 2001 King of the Ring. Next clue. Next clue. Winner of the first Money in the Bank ladder match. Edge, my friend. Correct. <laughs> we are tied. <laughs> three. three. Okay. Great man, here we go. All right, GM in the house. Number one. He's the second Grand Slam winner in WWE history. That's a very good clue that unfortunately I don't know the answer to. He has headlined WrestleMania a record seven times. That's a bunch of people. (laughs) Nope, only two people. Only two people. Only two people hold the record of headlining WrestleMania seven times. Next clue. Inducted into the International Sports Hall of Fame in 2015. Oh, God. Could I I phone a friend? Nope. You can phone me if you want. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you would answer because you're... uh, I'll say I don't know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Next one. Ranked number one in Pro Wrestling Illustrated's top 500 in 2000 and 2009. Holy shit, these facts are insane. Totally random. Holy fuck. This is the hardest game I've ever I made. Can't, I, wow. <laughs> you piece of shit. Should we both forfeit? Should we both forfeit? Here we go. Ready? Here we go. This is an easy one. He starred in WWE Films The Chaperone. Damn it! Oh my god! My boy. Triple H. Correct. 
damn it. You're great putting a tile on the line, Jeff. Oh, <laughs> like man. I said, I don't really care at this point. Here we go. Ready? He's a former hardcore and European champion. It could be many people. That's vague. Just I'll take a next Just one. answer it. He's take a, a shot. pro wrestling illustrator rookie of the year in 1999. Ooh, just answer. Go ahead. Just do it. Get some points. Take the lead. Take the next one. Take him. Take the lead. Named on the top 50 most powerful men under 42 in 2006 by Details Magazine. Oh, you know this one. You know this one, man. You know this one. Oh, yeah. You feel confident. He managed the likes of The Rock and Big Show. Wow. That no. managed The Rock managed. and Big Show. Big Show. You got it. Next. Go for it, bro. And next. The giveaway. He once owned WCW. Ha <laughs> ha, He once owned WCW. Ted Turner? Oh. Abel. Me. Who is Eric Bischoff? Oh, Shane McMahon. Damn. This is vague. He once owned. I now own <laughs> W contract says McMahon. <laughs> I thought, wow. was easy. I thought that was the easiest one. I thought, Shit. I thought, you made a hard game. Wow. I thought it was the hardest game. I was ready to say J.J. Dillon. No, I no, think no. you're in. I think the, the winner of this game is Michael J. Putty. Oh. Someone's building their own shit in their own house. <laughs> yeah, well, my DVDs fell. Hold on one second. <laughs> yeah, okay. That, that, that entire outfit turned. Oh, my God. Here we go. We're still watching WWE SummerSlam, and Becky Lynch looks fucking hot. I'll eat that ass. I'll eat that ass. I'll eat that last. <laughs> Green man. All right. Here we go. Round, round six. Here we go. You're up four to three. All right. He's the Pro Wrestling Illustrated Rookie of the Year 1990. Next. Two time, two time WCW United States Champion. WCW. Next. He's a two-time, two-time WWF Intercontinental Champion. Next. WWE Hall of Fame Class 2009. 2009? 2009. Where are we? 2009. Next. Three-time, three-time, three-time Royal Rumble winner. Three seconds. Jeff? I am wearing his shirt. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Correct. We are four to four here going round seven. Jeff, it's your turn. He's a third generation superstar. Oh, I got it. Next. Wrestling Observer's Most Overrated in 2013. Where did you get these facts? Give me a second oh, to think about that. 2013. Most overrated. Next. Mr. Money in the Bank, 2013. Damn, vacant. Damn, vacant. Tying up the game. Damn, vacant. Who is Randy Orton? That is, that is correct. Damn it! 
I had to think about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> also He's bringing out the big guns. 2009 Royal Rumble winner and starred in WWE Films 12 Rounds 2. Wow. So now the score is 4-7. to seven. Wow. He t- Good job, wow. buddy. Wow. He knows the title's on the line. Here we go. Round 8. Okay. Two-time. Two-time WWF champion. Four-time, 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 four-time WCW champion. Um, next. WWE Hall of Fame Class 2015. Who is... Oh, man, I'm just trying to get points. I don't know if I should do this. I don't know if I should do this. I'm going all in. Who is Hulk Hogan? Incorrect, Jeff. Kevin Nash. I didn't finish reading the clues. Are you going Kevin Nash? Yes. Incorrect. Former minor league baseball player. Randy. 1989 King of the Ring, Randy Savage. (laughs) Four to seven. Jeff, your turn. Round nine. Only two rounds left, buddy. Damn. Green man, you got this. Okay. Three time. Three time. Three-time Intercontinental Champion. Next. Autobiography titled, If They Only Knew, was a New York Times bestseller. Next. Their final wrestling match happened in TNA in 2011. Wheels are turning. Yeah, you know, turning. We, we should not be playing games Next. with Michael Hates at the end of the show. There were too many she, shots of wrestling. This in. person was number 106 in the Pro Wrestling Illustrated Top 500 in 2000. Oh, no. I'm going to have to go to the next one. Yeah. Managed by the cat. Ernest the cat? Ernest the cat no. Miller? Or? The cat. The cat. Kitty, oh, kitty? The, 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 the. Who's the cat? Jeff Jarrett. Incorrect. Can you repeat the clues again? No problem, buddy. Three time, three time IC champion. Autobiography, if they only knew, was a New York Times bestseller. Their final wrestling match happened in TNA in 2011. There? Yeah. There. Um, this person was 106 in the Pro Wrestling Illustrated Top 500 in 2000. This person was managed by the cat. There's one other person I know. Just the cat. Damn. There's only one other person I know. I'm not going to get this one. It's like you're around the But I have to guess. Yeah. Who is um, Kurt Angle? Mm. China. China. Oh, damn. You got four. She did, she did her final she... match was in TNA? Yeah, she was in TNA. Wow. Yeah, she teamed up with Kurt Angle, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is the last round, buddy. Wow. <laughs> You're losing four to seven. That's wow. This person is a twelve time It's not me, it's on uh No, bacon. it's your turn. It's your turn. You stole. Oh yeah, I was trying to see. Twelve time Slammy Award winner. How many times? Twelve times. Damn. Sorry, I'm looking at Carmelo right now. She looks Go ahead. Next. NXT. Sports Illustrated named him. The fifth greatest wrestler of all time. What was the first one again? 
12 times so Slammy Award winner. Slammy Award winner. Slammy Award winner. Second one was. Sports Illustrated named him fifth greatest of all time. Fifth greatest. Next. The longest tenured WWE in ring performer. Who is. The Undertaker. Fuck me, man. Sorry. I'm a tiebreaker. Congratulations. 7-7. Seven, seven. <laughs> I don't have a tiebreaker for this. Oh, my gosh. No, it's still his, his chance. No. no, that's it. Round seven, you're that's done. That's it. Mart, you want to oh, keep wow. it at that? <laughs> Go for another rubber match? Well, I mean, I, I can pause this right now and create another tiebreaker. Right. How, about we need, how about we leave it at this? Okay. I think we need to invite Vacant back yeah, on the show. How about we leave it at this? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Didn't expect that one to end that way. Neither did I. Wow. Oh, I'll shake your hand, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shake Michael J. Putty's hand. That was yeah. a great game. Uh, <laughs> oh, my How about, God. Thank you. Yeah. This is good. This is good. I'm going to leave it at that. Keep the suspense going. That was an intense, intense game. One of the most intense games ever. By the way, big. Oh, my God. So, yeah. uh, Vacant is still champion because he can't. Uh, sure, yeah. I can't win. I got on water a all over the studio. <laughs> Someone got wet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go home thoughts, boys. What do you got? The Miz is awesome. Hope this continues. I hope Becky Lynch keeps wearing these tops like this because oh my <laughs> oh my god! If you haven't subscribed to the WWE Network, you should because Talking Smack is awesome. Jesus but Christ. also, uh, Holy Foley debuted, so you could binge watch all the last five episodes. Did you watch that? I watched the first two. Not a fan. Yeah, it, w- it was. I told I told Michael J it was that kind of weak. I haven't seen it yet, but I, uh, I I was told that they sucked. But I do highly recommend. Please keep watching Cruiserweight Classic. Cody Ibushi, Ibushi. Sorry, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> he's holy fuck. He's great. Yeah. Going with the pattern we've seen. I posted this on our page. Do you think the Cruiserweight Championship will be the <laughs> purple the purple belt. <laughs> the purple belt? I, I can see I, it. I, I thought Maybe, about but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I wouldn't be surprised, it. but we'll see. Also, like also, you got JBL's interview with the man they called Sting. My man Sting. Very good episode. Very good. Very one. good episode. Usually, the one with Booker T is actually a lot better. And, and that's why I expected with the interviews with JBL, he goes in with some really tough questions. By the way, he, he doesn't he's care great. also about what he asks because he asks about Hulk Hogan he to Booker him. T and to many others. So he asked a question about, he asked Booker T, what do you think about Kogan's, well, you know, N-word comments and shit. Well, he asked him, uh, yeah. he asked uh, Sting, he was like, you know, are you still holding out for your match with the dream match with The Undertaker? What a tease. And I was like, are you, you're really asking him? Like, that would be something that I would ask. And you know, was, you know, he wants that match. Of course he does. Ooh, Come on. Question. Thank you. That's, that, 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 that's what he wants. That's how he wants to retire. And if it does have, he yeah. wants to go and on, on his big terms. There's a big if. That match needs to be Double retired. Also heard. Ooh, I, heard I like that. Her double. The, everybody, both of their careers on the line. So what's yes. the point of winning then? Touche. No, you just no. have it to have it. That's um, it. I heard. Oh, and it ends in a draw. Yeah. Right. Oh. This week, the dream match before the Undertaker retires is Undertaker at WrestleMania against Finn Balor. Um, why? Besides their entrances. Well, the Undertaker would finish his entrance. We need to start his entrance a week before. But yeah. anyway, but the, this is a stupid comparison. No, I, look, I, I think I, I've been guilty of that though. I've been guilty of that because 
their entrances are like very whatever, like over the top. I'm not gonna sit here and compare Undertaker to Finn Balor, but any close. But the fact that Finn Balor is way oh, oh my gosh, she bent over. Sorry, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like Nikki Bella so hot. But anyway, the fact that Nick uh, that Finn Balor is far younger than the Undertaker, it wouldn't make it a great match. No, wouldn't it? It so wouldn't. It I mean, sense. one have to carry the other. I think at this point, the Undertaker needs to go with somebody at his level. And well, know, I think the Undertaker tr- can't do shit over the top rope anymore. You know, well, I think the reason they're trying to pinpoint the dream match with Finn Balor is because it's not a dream match. Though. No, because they're expecting if the Undertaker is going to go right into the sunset as a veteran and as a great in-ring general as he was, that he would go putting someone over. And what better person to well, put people, over them? People Finn think Balor. of it as a passing of the torch, yeah. also because it's, it's one guy's big entrance versus another guy's big entrance. And they're both spooky in a way. But, like, at this point, like, I like Finn Balor, and he has his own style. Undertaker has his own style. But it shouldn't be, like, a 51, 52-year-old man versus a 20-something, 30-something-year-old guy. Like, that's... No, it it shouldn't happen. It needs to be someone, like, as old as he is. Yeah. I'm liking your sting and... um Undertaker dream match uh, the other, Career the other versus ma- career And it ends in a draw And they both retire Well the other match Right now being spoken about Is You know Undertaker against John Cena At the next mm. Wrestlemania well, That's been a big one for the well, It was supposed to happen Supposedly at yeah. this Wrestlemania yeah, I'd rather see that Than Sting versus Undertaker But the, the thing with Sting Is it's the nostalgia factor I, I get it Like I'm one of those guys That wanted to see that ma- I was cl- hoping that that match would, would occur Last year And even this year But that wasn't the case, and we'll see if, if if Sting feels. He said he also said in that JBL interview that the only thing stopping him is, you know, he's not getting surgery on his spine because otherwise it'd be career ending, right? And if he doesn't get that, you know, surgery, then whatever. And there's still a shot. There's still a shot right now. He can he can fuck up his match. back. He can do whatever he wants to himself, and he'd be, you know, on top of the world if he were to wrestle. Taker at least one. So then let's go with Daniel Bryan versus Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's my dream match. But at this point, like, I'm going to be realistic and say that the Undertaker Sting match should have happened ten years ago. Should have last year. Should have. It shouldn't have been before the reckless Seth Rollins ended his career. That's horrible. But the, yeah, but then again, he, w- if it happened like years ago, he would have been younger. He, you know, both of them, w- you know, would have done high flying moves. Things shouldn't have been the dick and held out. He should have came instead of going TNA. Well, it, the one thing I'll and give Jim Helwig, may he rest in peace, about this is that Sting is a company man. company man. He's a loyal guy. He's a loyalist. Yeah, so am I. But I get shit for not watching WCW. Well, yeah. I mean, I I, I used to be that loyalist that watched WCW as well. But at the end of the day, like, you know, the, the guy. Sh- the guy should have known that the money was in WWE. The guy should have known that at WrestleMania 18 he would have gotten Kurt Angle. Yeah. Come on. No brainer. All right. So we're uh, go home thoughts is uh, dream matches. If you have any other, are there dream any matches? dream matches left? Uh, that's a great cue. Maybe we should leave that to the next well, episode. Well, the only other person who's left from the Attitude Era besides Kane, who's a little bit irrelevant right now, and Big Show, who's retiring next year. It's Triple H. Yeah. That's, that's it. true. Oh, that's Mark true. Henry, if you want to count him, but I think he his contract expires next year or something. But he's done. But. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed the show. 
If you are playing along with this week's drinking game, we said finish. If you're counting this last one, finish seven. Finish, finish, finish. 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 Oh, oh, hey, 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 hey! Did you predict our finish tonight? <laughs> <laughs> it was a draw. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> well, I'm not counting any of these finishes. Yeah, I created these but things. we said I should, use my, I should use my finisher on you. <laughs> the vacancy. <laughs> Before this debacle <laughs> at the end of the show, <laughs> we said finish seven times. So you're pretty good on a shot of wrestling. And just to let you guys know, Green Man and Vacant will probably be at ICW one night only, Saturday, October 15th. Not Front a cheap row. plug. Fact. We're, Fact. Plug- we're plugging these people in Impact Championship Follow Wrestling. Us. Maybe if you want to be interviewed to promote your ICW show, inbox us at a shot of wrestling. Or to be part of the conversation, follow us at A Shot of Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram and Shot of Wrestling No A on Twitter for all your news updates. This show is from the fans and to the fans, and this is your forum to discuss your thoughts. Have fun with it, and who knows, your thoughts could be part of next week's show. For more information or to be a sponsor, email us at a shot of wrestling.com. Yeah, so make sure you go back and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Leave some comments on the iTunes. iTunes, thing. please. Please. Rate us. Tell please us how rate us. Horrible like or us. Great comments. And go back and listen to our other episodes. I do that. They're not bad. They're not that bad. Oh, by the way, shout out to the professor. Holy crap, I would love to face him in the game. Uh-oh. Yeah. Are you laying down a challenge? After I beat the crap out of you, <laughs> I'll lay down a challenge on him. <laughs> Well, you have to beat the crap out of him first because this is a tough. That's what I said. After yeah. I beat the crap out of Green Man, then the professor is the next. Who's next? <laughs> well, once school starts, the professor ain't coming anytime soon. So. We'll do it over the phone, Skype. <laughs> I don't care. Text message. I'm down to beat the crap out of the professor, too. Professor, if you're ready to accept that challenge, inbox us at a shot of wrestling.com. I'll even, I'll even go against your wife. No, I'll, I'll Whoa, whoa, don't bring his wife into this Hey, listen, I'm the heel here I'm going to turn on him oh, we got to right cut now. him off We got to we gotta get out of here <laughs> right, we, got, we got to get out of here It's going way too long Way we'll, too long Michael J We'll see you next We'll see you next week Hey baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused, yeah baby, but I got you pinned. Ha 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>